thought she was a brunette. Sorry. Allegedly. Bam. Alive. Allegedly. I went on your Instagram account yesterday looking for pictures of um to use for you in the thumbnail, JR. I didn't find any because it all of them I told you that you wouldn't find anything. But I did notice your wife is hot. But I also thought she was a brunette. <laughs> unless you got a new one since No, this is just number two. I mean number one. Oh, okay. Um there there's there's a couple reasons why I do this podcast. The absolute first reason I do this podcast is for this. The money. Eric Brandt. Nice job with <laughs> Garrett. Uh just purely just purely Sevon. Absolutely. I do this podcast hoping one day it will make enough money so I won't end up accidentally selling one of my houses to fucking put food on my table. Was was one of my houses a humble rag? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even mean to brag. When you're as great as me, it's, I, it just happens. <laughs> but I want to tell you, uh, there's nothing. I, I can't tell you how hard this uh, DM hit me this morning, and, and it, I was I was smiling like I was on mushrooms. It was it was just crazy, absolutely insane. I want I want to read this to you. To you guys, we had a guest on the other day named Garrett Glinton. Hi, good morning, Caleb. Good morning, Jar. Good morning, Mister Souza. Is Matt growing his hair out? I've heard that like I heard that like three times yesterday. <laughs> it's about to be cut. How the fuck do I know? I'm a fucking news newsman. Look, at, I like the way Jar is looking at his wife. She's a fucking <laughs> like she's a steak. Um, this is someone wrote this after seeing the Garrett Garrett Garrett. Uh, Glinton podcast. If you have not seen that podcast and you have kids, then you're making a huge mistake. Um, I, I promise you, uh, if, if you want to be a good person and you're not sure if you are and, you, and you, whether you have empathy or not and you haven't seen that, you need to see that. I want to say that it's probably one of the most valuable podcasts on the internet today. It's a subjective opinion, but I, I, I just can't... Um, I just can't emphasize enough. Okay, so I got this DM. I got it this morning. I didn't. I asked if I could read it, and I didn't get a response, but I'm going to read it anyway because it doesn't have the person's name on it. So here we go. I mean, the person didn't have time to respond. Good morning, Sevon. I just finished your podcast with Garrett, and I wanted to reach out to say thanks again for doing what you do. When I first saw the thumbnail, I was completely uninterested in watching a podcast about a lesbian. But I should have known by now that when it comes to you and your content, the person matters far more than the label, and she could not be and she would not be the annoying woke type. I do not agree with any of the ideas of the rainbow people, but I also believe that we are all children of God, and as representatives of him here on earth, we also need to love all people regardless of what we think. So I checked my initial feelings of judgment and turned in to hear a perspective of life that I figured might be very aggravating to me, but at the same time, might also give me better perspective and help me to have a softer heart on a subject that I disagree with. I enjoyed the podcast very, very much. I love the questions you asked, and I love how Garrett recognized their validity and gave straightforward and honest honest answers rather than the backwards messaging that runs rampant these, these days, basically saying fatherhood is not needed and is overrated. Here it comes. Here comes, here comes the hammer. Ready? As a black person, it bothers me to know that upon first look, there are subconscious ideas that people have about me because of media. 
And they would be shocked to know that I wholeheartedly disagree with most of what the world says I stand for just because of my skin color. And the irony is I projected that exact same thinking onto Garrett just by seeing the picture of the podcast. Sorry for writing so much. I don't think I've done justice with words, how much I appreciated that one. But all I can say is thanks again so, so, so much for your podcast, your time, your candor, and your passion. Fucking stoked. What a nice note. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just stick to that first one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me what to do. Um, man. Man, oh man, guys. Just fucking love it. Just love it. it. It's now, it's, I mean, I get a lot of very, very cool DMs, but now I've had two that it's just like, I'm done. We did it. I'm done. It only uh, took us 700 shows this time instead of the 500. Say, say that again, Caleb. It only took us 700 shows. I know, right? <laughs> and that's it. 200 more than you wanted. Uh, good morning, Mrs. Howell. Becca, say good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Howell. Good morning. <laughs> she gone. Hey, that that's uh that's Jr. Show one. That was Jr. A year ago. That's about as uh, interactive as Jr. was on his first show. Uh, now he's rubbing it in his wife's face. Yo, what's wrong? Uh, Jan Clark. Good morning, Kenneth. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Damien. Good morning, Omar Cornejo. Cornejo. Good morning, Matt Burns. Austin Hartman. Kenneth Delap. Heidi Kroom. The Shiz. Get your graphics at the Shiz. Um, Ken O'Connor, Elise Carr, Radau, Alex Mallard, quack, quack. Hey, every time I see Alex Mallard's, um, quack, quack, um, profile pic, I think of Legally Blonde. Ah, yeah. Is it from that movie or do you think that's really her? I think that's really her. Yeah, crazy. Um, RB, should we start early by saying Sevon is the funniest guy ever? Sorry, he said he wanted that ju- said just once. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that makes me feel good, dickhead. <laughs> Mark Moss, good morning. Key Matt. Yeah, right? Right? Spot on. Awesome. <laughs> if that was an accident, that was amazing. Uh, RB, good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, Alex. It's me. She says it's me. It's me. It's me. She says it's me. Okay. All right. Jeffrey Birchfield. Uh, thanks for the um nice DM yesterday, Jeffrey. Uh, always love hearing from you, brother. Um, when are the real athletes uh coming on? Are we gonna see Mertens and Tello? You are going to see Mertens and Tello. Uh, Susie, you'll send them links at some point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to show you guys an Instagram post that someone sent me that I didn't um, quite understand. And I want to know if you guys understand it. Can you, can you pull that one up, uh, Caleb? Caleb, the only, Caleb is the only man in, podcasting, in the podcasting world that's allowed to eat while he podcasts, by the way. No Thank you. Should, no one else should ever do that. Well, he does it so respectfully and but, silently, too. Like, I don't even notice. If you didn't no one ever, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have noticed. And I've never seen any – I keep waiting for someone to talk shit about him eating on the show. No one ever does. If, if anyone else were to eat, like if Chase were on here eating, people would be like, what's Chase doing? 
Let's change. Why is Chase eating? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, okay. So this is an Instagram post someone sent to me, and I wrote back, "I didn't get it. I don't get it." And they had to explain it to me. And once they explained it to me, I felt like a jackass. It says you can't just respect the penis. You've gotta honor the bullseye. Thank you, Caleb. Thank <laughs> you. I just wanted to. Thank you. Thank you. Just we all were doing a little house cleaning. Mm, okay. I didn't even. That's that's amazing, right? That's amazing. That's so okay. I also want to start the show this morning. I'm showing you guys what strong looks like. In case you didn't know, is dropping a deuce this morning. I opened this Instagram. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot believe. Is is this just ridiculous? This is 220 fucking pounds. Hold it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Power clean to hang clean with 220? Damn. This is strong, right? No? Just pretty strong? Strong to me. Serviceable. Sir, okay. Right. What, well, one context. I mean, I, I mean, beings, I mean, can all the game? Hero. Can all the games, girls, games, athletes do that? Every single one. I mean, can can Rebecca Fuslier do that? Let's start. Let's start down there with um, petite and um, lucky to make it to the games. <sighs> Rebecca, I know you're watching. Can <laughs> you or can't you? It's a good question. Thank you. What was their complexes from semifinals? Because that complex is harder, and I feel like they all did somewhat close to that. Was she going to go for another one? JR's not even impressed. He's scratching his nuts. No, I'm actually looking at the syndicate leaderboard. She was at syndicate, right, Chase? Yeah. Um, Machine Fest. Uh, oh, here we go. Rebecca just did hand clean at 225 or 235 no, she was the other at, day. She was at the match. Wow. Oh, wow. Mike. Same thing. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Well, thank you, Patrick. I just I I just can't believe she can hold on to the bar. So she had 200 pounds in that complex. Okay. <clears throat> and that was a power clean, front squat, hang clean, jerk, or something like that? Three cleans. Three cleans in a two squats, jerk. one jerk. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so. All right. Sorry, Camila. You're not that strong. I was just taking a deuce and was overwhelmed. Okay. Uh, I, um, could you play that YouTube video? Th this is um, uh, the YouTube video, I, Chase, I keep congratulating myself about. I don't know if you've seen it yet. <laughs> you thought that got by me yesterday? No, no I sent it to you. I sent it to you on purpose just to keep you. Just wind you, up you, the toy. You think that got by me yesterday? Um <laughs> So, so the, right, right here. Okay, can you just play the first eleven seconds here? We own this video. I, I, it's funny because I'd never noticed this until this morning. Affiliate that completely goes unnoticed, and that is the fact that the CrossFit affiliate system is a small business miracle. The barrier of entry is Pause. low. The quality of look at this guy in the red shirt. This is how Jr. looks at his wife. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Enamored. I don't know where we got this clip from, but this looks like to totally one of those DEI clips, doesn't it? Look at they got the kid, they got the man, they got the little older kid, then they got the woman, and then they got some dude who's just 
that dude was for surely in Vietnam and he's, and he's working through some PTSD right now. I mean, look at him. That is insane. That look, listen, don't look at anyone like that unless you're about to fucking. It's the only look he's got since Nam. Yeah. I wish my athletes would all look at me like that when explaining the workout. I mean, my goodness. They're all somewhere else. Yeah. A bunch of cats. Yes. Yes. I think he's going to tuck a napkin in his shirt and pull out a fork and a knife like in the cartoons. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, and we're, we're almost to the show people. We're almost, we're almost to fit wars. We're almost to fit wars. I, I want to um, point out, uh, this, um, can you play the one that says spam here? This is a little bit of a longer clip, but this is, I want to talk to you guys about common sense here. And, and then we'll, this will be a nice segue into what we're going to um, talk about this morning. Common sense. It's the food that they think is the same is not the same anymore. You know, everybody's for free choice. Whether we're liberal or whether we're conservative, we've all got that streak in us. But the fact is, you cannot have free choice unless you have an informed choice. And you can't have an informed choice if they're lying about what's on the label. What about Pam cooking spray? Everybody knows what Pam is. It's some kind of little healthy oil with compressed air that you spray it and it gets on your pan. It's not compressed air. That you know, And they don't tell you, but it's butane and propane. People don't understand that they are spraying lighter fluid on their children's hotcakes. And it's, and it's fabulously successful. But we can sue their pants off. It's the food. We <laughs> sue <laughs> their pants. Listen, if you think that there's anything that comes out of a fucking can that you should be spraying onto your food and it doesn't set off red flags, you're, you're, you're asleep. You're just asleep. I'm just telling you, you're asleep. You're a fucking zombie and you're asleep and you're not paying attention and you just you just don't know how to think. Same thing with the microwave. Same thing with using pl- any kind of plastic cooking utensils. You're just asleep. You don't get it. You're not like, wait a second, I'm using this spatula that's made of plastic in a pan that's fucking boiling shit. And I don't think some of that plastic, you're just fucking not thinking. Wake the fuck up. Don't spray shit out of a fucking can onto your food. And with that same thinking process, you would be insane to think Scott Tetlow has a fucking chance against Colton Mertens. What a transition. Just use your fucking wow. brain. By the way, the microwave is not that bad. Uh, I'm just telling you, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't have any, any uh, proof about it, but I'm just, it doesn't make sense. How is it that it boils the water, but the inside's still cold? So the microwave uses oh, shit. Here we go. waves that actually... Dave <laughs> went to Stanford, people. Here we go. Okay, I'm just saying... The, the microwave, <laughs> it uses water molecules inside the food and it makes them vibrate and that's what heats the food. That's why your plate doesn't catch on fire. There's actually no radiation that's harmful to humans in microwaves. Now, I don't know. Do I just plastic. It's a little bit different because plastic isn't quite as uh, you know, it's more towards the liquidy form. So then that's when those molecules escape the plastic into the food. But you sound, like you're, you sound like a groomer, Chase. You sound like you're trying to convince me of something that I shouldn't go down that. Uh, Fair I mean, you're about like, you know, science and truth, right? And I, was just I am. To help I you am. Out, you know? I'm just telling you, just I, I just I, I don't trust that fucking box that just heats shit up magically. And I don't trust food that comes out of a spray can. 
Well, it's just and hey, the I, physics behind it. But and maybe I'm maybe I'm only right nine out of ten times. I it's just you know you, we wanted to educate people. I just wanted to educate people on how microwaves work. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Hey, and, okay. and, and, and in all fairness, it was kind of mean to say say all that in front of Jr. Since nine out of ten of his neighbors just spray spam right into their fucking mouth. <laughs> Spam, yes, not Pam. Spam, or Pam. spam. No, 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 no. I think that's right. Mystery meat spray. That's that's yeah. probably out there. Hey, all we need is that sound bite, the background music to that on a little uh, track. So anytime you go on a rant, we could just play that. That, that little, little, yeah. I have a question. I have a question for Sevon. I have a question for the yes. the video clip we just pulled. Yes. How much inner turmoil was it to decide whether or not to put socks on for that? For oh my dude, were you barefooted? How, were you barefooted first? And no, then, no. Oh, you know it, what? I should probably put socks. On. No, but I I'm disgusted at the, the I'm just disgusted at the whole filming of that. I almost fucking fired my guy. Except I don't pay him anything. He should have been like, "Hey, dude, those pants are too fucking tight. You look like Kermit the Frog, you jackass. What are you trying to do? Get fucking butt humped? I looked I look like a complete ass clown in that." <laughs> Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Look at how tight those pants are. It's ridiculous. It looks good. You look so uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable. I'm, I'm hating myself there. You're doing the old man sit, but you probably don't. Literally. Like you probably don't ever sit like that. Uh, no, he probably does. Caleb, pull it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to put everybody at ease. We did a um, after the show back to picking on Jr. We did a show uh, the other day with Jr. And then after the show, we all hung out and we, I used satellite imagery from Google to look at the neighborhood he lives in. And one of his neighbors just had Pam bottles all over their fucking front yard. <laughs> used Pam bottles. They used it as decor. Mm-hmm. Used oh. Pam <laughs> Fuck the South is crazy. Littered the streets with Pam yeah. bottles. <laughs> There's, I mean, people here probably are like, what's Pam? We just use Crisco. Is that not better? Uh, JR has a pool, and there's a line of people there with buckets getting water for their house, drinking water from for their houses. I actually think Crisco might be better. I think it might be. <laughs> like, the good old-fashioned lard. Good old-fashioned lard. Yeah. yeah, the good those, those are the good days. Oh, um, there is a uh, an app and a, a website out there called Lawn Chair Leaderboarding. Um, you should go there now and register if you can open up another window. Uh, it's Tyler Watkins' um, Fantasy Fitness League, and it, he has it set up so that um, you can – the event that's going to happen at 10 a.m. at Hiller Fitz YouTube station today – if you want to participate and in, in make it a game for you, you'll be more invested in the um, in in the outcome between Scott Tetlow and Colton Mertens with Wad Zombies uh, Fit Wars. But basically, Tyler Watkins, you go on this launch chair leaderboarding. I'm not sure exactly how the game is set up this time. I've played it before. It's really fun. It's much more fun than I ever imagined. It would become addicting, actually. And uh, you get to play with other people. You can set up groups. But the cool thing is, is that Tyler's donating money from people who register to Colton and uh, Scott Tetlow, which I thought was really, really cool. They'll probably make six or seven or nine dollars from that. Heavy <laughs> dollar counts. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, t- so uh, lawn chair leaderboarding. Um, that's the. Somehow you have to find that on the internet and register now. <laughs> it's weird. I'm sick every other day a little bit. I woke up this morning mucusy. Um, okay. So here in uh, – we are 
what are we, we're 25 minutes away from Scott Tetlow joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an event that will take place at 10 a.m. It's a one-on-one competition, uh, which there's uh, several implications around that being that it's just one event and how to choose the winner. Um, do we have any, uh, Chase? We still have no idea what the workout is, right? We just know workout equipment. Yes, just the uh, <clears throat> things that supplied from the uh, Wad Zombies little equipment list. And so the equipment, and just because we see the equipment. That, that 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 doesn't mean that we know what all the movements necessarily could be. There could still be something that requires no move, uh, no equipment, right? Yeah, yeah. Which would be a good little uh, curveball. Um, I assume Caleb's pulling up the list. What are some of the movements that could be in there? That so so we have a forty-five pound bar, four forty-five pound plates, and two twenty-five pound plates. Gymnastics rings at muscle up height. And then, and then the collars. Um, what could be in there? Uh, free stand, free standing handstand pushups. Maybe I, air squats. If they were to do something like a handstand pushup, I would assume they would probably put wall space <clears throat> on there. We've seen that in the open to designate things like wall walks and such as that. Maybe something that isn't on the wall, but I mean, you could do pistols. You could do. Oh, um, I mean. Not that you'd see uh, burpees are on the table, I think. Right. Oh, burpees over the bar? Over the bar. Uh, JR had a good idea. Uh, we were talking the other day. He doesn't want to steal it, JR. No, he doesn't no, want to steal it, JR. He doesn't want to steal it. I was giving it to you. He said it, it, burpee I mean, ring muscle-ups. Was, yeah, uh, burpee oh. muscle-ups. Yeah, so you, if you just let them put the ring height at whatever height it needs to be at for them to do a muscle-up, and they're both around the same height in general, it would still be like a level playing field. Well, they didn't say of, ring dip height, so it might not be burpee muscles. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, that was a short ha- joke. Ha- no? Ha- All right, cool. <laughs> also, ha- Wadapalooza, <laughs> you know, also, Wadapalooza used that as one of their online qualifier movements and it's something that we don't typically see in qualifiers. So if they want to... So Wadapalooza did do that, uh, um, burpee uh, ring muscle-ups? Yep. Uh, what yeah. was the rep scheme on that? Do you Do you remember? Uh, I, I want to say it was, was it 12 shoulder to overhead, 12 burpee ring muscle up. And then is this last year? No, this was this year. Oh, this year. Oh, this year. Yeah. Sorry. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the games did it in, uh, that little chipper they had in 2012. Brutal combo, right? Because tricep and chest in the in the in yeah. coming out of the bottom of the burpee, yeah. and then and then you need your triceps again. Same thing, yeah. And then they did the thirty burpee ring muscle ups in twenty thirteen regionals, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, what about hand release push ups? <sighs> you hope you have a good judge. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gray area there. Yeah, other movements that are on the on the table using the rings could just be burpee to a ring touch. You know, they use that in thirteen point one. Most people did burpee to a ring touch with a snatch mm. ladder, or they could do toes to ring. Please no. And, and we could see I'll stuff. Wa- I'll walk off this show if it's a <laughs> toes to rings. <laughs> um, uh, why don't you like that one? I think it's for it's a a gimmicky, goofy movement that's unnecessary. You expect more from Brian and Hiller. I would, yeah. Brian should know better. Hey, what about um, pistols uh, holding a twenty-five pound plate? Yeah, fair. Well, forty-five pound plate. They did fifty-three pounds at the games. What, they were bell. doing pistols with fifty-three pounds. Cinco one. 
Yeah. Wow. Heavy Maybe. deadlifts and uh, pistols with a 53-pound kettlebell. Wow. Girl crazy. Five on the deads, yeah. I okay. think every, uh, to your question, Savon, I think every, most barbell movements are on the table because with this weight set, I see something that's an ascending ladder of weights from 95 all the way up to 275. And I'm pretty sure every movement is on the table at those weights, including okay. thrusters. Like these dudes are strong. And with the way this sets up, I see a 95, 135, 185, 225, 275. Like uh, everything's on the table with these weights. Um, so if it, if it were like that, it would be the bar with the 25 pound plates on first. Yeah. That's funny. I never even, I never didn't even think that way. Um, what about, um, do you think this is just going to be a couplet or a triplet? or something like that or do you think that there's going to be it could be something even like with a buy-in and then you go i think it'll just be a couplet yeah i do too okay so so in all fairness all that other talk was just gibberish you think it's just going to be one kind of bar movement and some muscle-ups yeah and i was just th trying to look back to see how many times scott and colton were in the same competition if they were in the same competition other than yeah i mean i was really really scrambling trying to find that um i remember ring muscle ups being in the road qualifier in 2019 it was workout number four and it was just a seven minute amrap of nine deadlifts at 275 which fits perfectly with this these weights you have 275 on the screen right there and three ring muscle ups for seven minutes so that'd be oh, really man. easy to watch it would be really easy to count and colton actually won that workout on the online qualifier that year so you have seven minutes and whoever has the most reps at the end wins. Yep. You just go back and forth. Three, nine, three, nine, three, nine, three, nine for seven minutes. What about what Corey's saying here? Burpee over. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, um, uh, Jordan saying it. Uh, burpee over the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see it being some type of AMRAP for sure. I don't think it's going to be for time just because of what the scoring was on lawn chair. I mean, if we're just going to. Let's take the equipment it. list of what they have and what the scoring is. They're plus or minus rep. So we're going to talk to us about what you mean by that, what the scoring is on lawn chair leaderboarding. Cause so there is lawn a chair leaderboarding. You have these bets and it, you can have, I think it's like uh Colt Merton's my like three or less reps or four or more reps. And then Tetlo three winning by three or less or four or more. And then somehow like you just have tied as Savant is like your only bet. The fifth option that they tie. Oh, do they have that? Do they have time? I think so. I that was your pick. That was yeah, your pick, it right? was like your pick, but like that was the only option. Just said like Savon Ty. <laughs> oh, did it really say that? Unless I read it wrong on the on my. No, uh, you didn't. That's what it said. Okay, that's what it says. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's got to be an AMRAP of sorts in a uh, more truncated time frame, just for excitement purposes. And so we know it's an AMRAP because we know it's going to be a uh, number of reps at the end. Hundred percent AMRAP. Yeah, and I think it's going to be heavier weights. And it's got to be something like ring muscles. Burpee muscle-ups is a good idea too, just because it adds a third component to this. But I think it's going to be heavy and tough because, yes, Ryan, I remember Rush Club. Um, because the reps are so close on the betting line, which means these reps are not going to be easy to get. Right. right. If these were like light thrusters and burpees over the bar, like there's going to be a bigger discrepancy than three or four as the betting line. So I think you're going to have challenging movements. It's going to get heavy. Or it'll start heavy and something like a ring muscle up or a burpee muscle up. Just like these are going to be 
tough reps to separate themselves with. Could could we see something where where it, the the weight goes down and then we see them just race at the end? So you start off it's it's four and four at the heaviest weight, and then four and four a little lighter, and then four and four a little lighter, and then you get down to the ninety five pounds, and it's you know four squat cleans with ninety five four uh, ring muscle ups. You just got to you know pay the man up front. Yes, but if it got lighter, I think that would have a bigger discrepancy of reps. Yeah. Like if someone got stuck early and then they're going to be 20 reps ahead by the end. I I think it's, I think if if it's going to change in rep scheme, it's going to be an ascending weight with descending reps. Uh, Good good question from Heidi. No tiebreaker. Disgusting. Tiebreakers are so that we're, it's 2023. We (laughs) (laughs) tie So if you had, it's not soccer. Hey. Let's just say you had a, a AMRAP of, um, let's just say squat cleans and ring muscle ups. So they did like 135 and then 185 and then 225 and then 275. And that's the traditional way. Sure. And let's just say after every round of 10 cleans, there were 10 ring muscle ups, whatever. They're, they're at least close, to, close enough in fitness level to where there's really not going to be that much separation until probably that last barbell, which is kind of what you want, but it also would be very unlikely for them to tie in that scenario. Is, is, is 275, um, is that a weight that would stop either of those guys in any, in any of these movements? No, we've seen squat clean ladders in 16, 16, two and 19, two go up yep. to three fifteen for reps. And we both um, know Tetlow and Colton are absolutely animals strong as oxes. Really strong squatters, yeah. Okay. The only two movements that 275 is going to hang them up with would be like uh, thrusters, thrusters, snatches. Those thrusters and snatches usually have very similar max maxes. Mm-hmm. And so maybe an overhead squat, but like front squat, back squat. It doesn't say rack, so it's probably not going to be a back squat. I think mo- anything they do weight-wise is coming off the floor. Um, did they know the, did they make the workout first or did they get the guys first? That's a good question. I hope they got the guys first. Okay. So you think that there was some tailoring of this workout? You would think that maybe wad zombie wants it to be a close race. So let's say it was Colton against Fikowski. They would find something that both of them could be competitive at they for the viewers. Yeah. You think that they have the viewers in mind guys for, okay. Wad zombie saying guys first. Okay. So we do also know that this workout was probably tailored for them, which is, are they, I mean, I know they look similar, but are they similar or are we missing one huge thing? Does, does Tetlow have a, just a massive engine compared to Colton? No, I do think they really are similar. I think Colton's maybe just a little bit more accomplished as far as, how far he's gotten in the game season, but no, they're, they're really comparable. They both aren't, I would say like their strength weakness, both is overhead. So that kind of balances out. They're both really good deadlifters, really good squatters. They're both really explosive. They both have similar range of motion in their heights and limb length. So, I mean, no, I think it'll be a really good race. Uh, Mark Moss as Scott's unofficial unwanted PR guy. He's ready for whatever they throw at him. I'm sure he is. <laughs> and just, you know, speaking to, he's very aggressive. He's an, he's, he's, he's very aggressive on the floor. He's got just an aggressive look to him. He is. He is. And he's, he's equally as aggressive, like 
um, as far as energy level goes off the competition for. He competed at Crucible last year, and the final workout was 21 cal echo bike, 15 ring muscle ups, nine thrusters, and he won that workout. He was the only person to do the ring muscle ups unbroken. So if we do get ring muscle ups, again, knowing how good Colton is at them, I think Scott is right there with him. Okay, so we're going to see th- – this is going to be amazing. This is going to be tense. Okay, so here – this is from Launcher. Uh, oh, yeah. These are the stats of people who have uh, – what people have picked so far, um, just from who's out, whoever's playing the lawn chair leaderboarding. Okay, mm. so of the 52 people who've already signed up, uh, 48% think Colton's going to win by four reps or more. 29% think Colton Mertens is going to win by three reps or less. And 17% uh, think that Scott Tetlow wins by three reps or less, and 6% think that Scott Tetlow by four reps or more. Um. Is this um is this a win for both of them? Are, are they both going to Wadapalooza? I actually don't know if either one's going to Wadapalooza. Okay, all right. Um, is this a is this a win for um for both of them? Like, if you lose this, could this like hurt your feelings and 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 bother um, one of the athletes? Or is this a win either way? They get some competition practice, they get some notoriety, they get a, 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 an intense workout that they might not be able to recreate on their own. Any, any athlete that's worth their salt be pissed off if they lose. For sure. I don't think it's a detriment to maybe like how people feel about them as athletes or their popularity as athletes. I actually have more respect that they'll both go head to head on a live broadcast like this. I think it's great for, I think, it, to your, I think it's a win for both, regardless of who wins. The and they're, they're both going to get a training stimulus that they cannot recreate no matter what in their gym, correct? Oh, for sure. Go ahead, JR. No, I think that, um, I think at its core, they're doing it for fun, for sure. But they want to win. They want to win doing anything. They want to win if they're doing a workout in their gym with no one around and one other person. So I, I don't think they're going to use it as any kind of a check-in or anything like that. It's not like it's a full competition. I think most of the games athletes were invited to Wadapalooza. So it'd be cool to ask Colton if he's planning on competing there. I know Scott decided not to do crucible this year because his um, daughter was just born. We can ask him about that. He decided to do rogue um, just because, you know, it was really, really good opportunity, but I'm, I'm not sure if he's even planning on competing at all for the rest of the off season. And Scott did beat um, Colton at the, uh, in the road qualifier, right? They both did the road qualifier and uh, Scott, Scott finished ahead. I thought I saw that somewhere. Yeah, that's correct. Unless Colton had one of those weighing the plates issues, but I'm, I'm not. Sh- oh, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. Um, any guesses you guys want to give on what the workout, um, do, do either of you, you guys feel confident? Um, like, Hey, it's, it, it's going to be in this sort of realm. It has to be this go Jr. I think it's five to seven minutes and it's an AMRAP. And, and I feel good about that road qualifier one just because we already have some data. I think sometimes it's cool if we already have scores, whether it be from one year ago, two years ago, three years ago. We can see like in that competition, someone got this score. Are they able to beat that score now? How much fitter are they than they used to be? Um, that kind of thing. But, and, and, and what was that workout from Rogue? A uh, seven-minute AMRAP of – um nine deadlifts at 275 and three ring muscle ups. And, and you know, Brian would love that too, because he would love that data point. 
as something to talk about. And he was involved in the making of the workout. Yeah. The, the only thing that kind of work concerns me about that workout is how fast they're going to be going on the deadlifts in the first five rounds. And if you'll hear grumblings about people not opening up hips all the way and stuff like that. But I think that workout gives in seven minutes, will give a lot of ebbs and flows and we'll give a lot of like whose grip is going to hold out or, um, you know, it's a lot of time under tension for both of those movements. So the heart rate will spike pretty early and they know that with something that short, they, they cannot pace. They just have to go. Mm. Chase, uh, thoughts on the workout? Uh, I, I won't predict of what it is. I'll just predict of what I want How about that. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yes. Tell them, tell them, tell them what they've done wrong if they don't agree with you. Well, I will, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> That's what I do, but, uh, I would love to see a descending ladder 10 to of ring muscle ups. And uh, I want to say snatches or maybe overhead squats. Using what's, that a dis- what's a descending ladder? Uh, ten, so 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, ring muscle ups and like snatches or oh, I don't know if they can all hit 275 on the snatch. And then go up and wait. And if once you get to the last two, it's just two, two, two. 95, 135, 185, 225, 275. That's your five weights that's available, just what the equipment list has. And it just look cool because everybody likes ring muscle-ups and snitches are heavy over at squats. So, What's cool about that also is as the weight ascends, um, it will add tension for the spectator, right? Because mm-hmm. we'll always be wondering, we'll always be judging each of their snatches. Did they catch it in a good spot? And if they if they can barely do the the previous weight, then there's mm-hmm. even more tension when they go up again. I like snatch. I'll go. I'll, I'll vote snatch because then that's kind of like Amanda. Amanda's an awesome right. event, and like both of these guys are great at it. I'm sure they can all do that one unbroken, which is just nine seven five ring muscle ups and squat snatches at one thirty five. Um, I just opened the private chat. You, nice shirt, Souza. Let me well, let me see your shirt. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice right. shirt, bro. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Hey Chase, how do you feel about athletes um, in ladders having to own their uh, having to load their own bars? Do you think they should always have to do it? Do you think they should always be able to not have to worry about that? Always, no. If you're going to go always, I don't think they should ever have to worry about it. I just want to see them race each other because I don't want to see someone lose because their clip gets stuck. Or the plate a, rolls away. Plate, yeah, plate, like, you know, Vellner's plate Vellner, rolls across yeah. <laughs> the competition floor. Um, so in this setting, if, if it were a weight-changing event, I would really like it if somebody were to do it for them just so I can see those, so just see them race each other. Because you, you, do- you put in a weight change and that's just breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like fitness-related. What do you do when you're... Um, um, commentating the games or you're doing one of the professional jobs and, and you have to, and your stomach starts growling and you have to, you think you might have to go to the bathroom. Uh, so <laughs> suck it up either. Cause my stomach's talking to me right now. And I'm like, yeah. but Tetlo's coming on in a minute. If I'm not on camera and it's <laughs> like dire, mm-hmm. I'll just tap Sean or bill, whoever I'm working with. And I'm like, you know, now the words of like, I got a shit. And then I'll yeah. just I'll leave and just hopefully they can carry it on their own for however long it takes. But are, uh, are, are the bathrooms pretty close to the where where you're standing usually? Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Like a Wadapalooza, you're just like kind of shit out of luck, and you just got to sit there and and hang on to it. <laughs> maybe I'm just gonna. Maybe I just feel like I'm gonna shit my pants because Tetlo's coming on and I talk shit about him. 
<laughs> Could be. You don't have like wanna... a bucket or something, or you, I... like you need to develop a podcast chair where you can just, <laughs> you know, the bottom drops out and comes back up. Oh, that no, just I don't... that's in a bedpan. Javi, <laughs> Javi, come take this away. <laughs> Spoken like a that's a nurse talking. Okay, yeah, exactly. a, a, a true um, nurse. Uh, we can just put a flexus seal in. We, we don't need to talk about what that is. <laughs> I do. I do think that this is a good good opportunity for both of them. But I think it's a great opportunity for Scott Tetlow also because if he puts it to Colton, um, it it um. Like you just like you just saw the numbers, right? If you're coming in as the underdog, the fan underdog, and, and you get a victory, you, you get some clout. It's like that movie Highlander. You get to steal some of their clout. Or, oh, yeah. or maybe steal is not the right word, but That's join good. them. But join you get to join them. I would argue that based on the movements, almost any games athlete to beat Colton in an online qualifier format like this and a workout like this would be like a wow, that's a good thing for me. Because he's he's amazing at online type competitions and and the implications with it being just one event what are those performance and execution uh, you mean a, pr a premium on those two yeah and, and 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 you could probably take greater risks too right like like you know recovery is not a thing like you know they know that by the end they should be re they should be in one of the darkest places they've ever been <laughs> right yeah, and I, I don't know. Even with either event that JRI just like those aren't really going to hurt them too bad. You get around that five minute mark. So say it's a seven minute AMRAP with the deadlifts and muscle ups. Like it's going to hurt, but they're not going to. I don't think you're going to go dark with two two of those movements like that, right? These aren't really like. No, I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying that those guys could do this for five or seven minutes. And not be like, holy fuck, how am I going to get my next breath in? He's saying that if the workout was um, thrusters at 135 and burpees to a ring touch for seven minutes, that would be really, really dark. Mm, yeah. But th these workouts that we've described are probably going to force some rest due to some other limitation, grip fatigue. Hey, I got to wait a second because if I miss this snatch, I'm going to lose that kind of thing. Uh, does age play a factor here? Are these guys around the same age? Do we know how old these guys are? Mm. I want to say Scott's early thirties, but maybe he's not even thirty years old. And, and, and I guess since and I guess since it's just one workout too, and there's no recovery, the, this competition accommodates a wider a breadth of ages. Like Bill Grundler could come here and get in the mix. Yeah, for just one workout. <laughs> just unicorn. one. Just one. Bill. <laughs> Uh, can it get much closer than this? Um, two, two guys, like if you had to pick two guys and you just want it to be as close as humanly possible, are these the two guys to pick? I mean, can you think of two other athletes? I would, I would say like, if it is some of the movements that we've been talking about that we know they can just go on and maybe are some of the best in the world at, I would say if you like took someone like Jason and James Sprague, and you had them do like 19.1, which was calorie row and wall ball, that would be something that like you might be able to get as close of a matchup. Something that you know is just in two people's extreme wheelhouses that they're two of the best in the world on. They're the same height, like all that kind of stuff. But this still is, this is crazy close, right? I mean, yeah, this it's is a great. I, I don't think 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I would be shocked if the options that are on Launcher Leaderboard that it doesn't fall into like like I don't think anyone's gonna win by more than five reps. Right. Um. Do you have a winner, uh, Jr. Who you think is gonna win? I, I don't even want to guess until we see the workout. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I have I have a winner. I'll pick. I'll tell you guys in a minute. Scott, what's up, brother? How are you? Hey, I wish you guys no, could have no, seen. I'm, I'm turning on Coco Melon real quick for my. Uh, yeah, for my there it is. <laughs> There's a dad. What's that? What's that, Caleb? Show me Coco Melon. Let me see if I approve of this. This is DEI approved. You won't, you, you won't approve of it after listening for 21 days straight. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Yeah, 20, or 21 days. minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's crack for kids, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so that is now playing. If if if, uh, if Scott's um, video drops out or he, we have any problem talking to him, it's because his daughter is streaming that simultaneously. <laughs> uh, Scott, what's up, brother? Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks. For um, me. How are you how, doing, guys? Great. Uh, Scott, can you tell us how this happened, um, how you got yourself in this predicament? Like you were just like brushing your teeth and you looked down at your phone or, or give us the details of how you ended up in, in Fit Wars. Uh, Nick messaged me on uh, on Instagram and just said, "Hey man, would you be w- would you be interested in doing like a online virtual competition?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, what what are the details? Can you fill me in a little bit more? And he kind of explained it to me. I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun. Who would who would I be going up against?" And he was like, "How would you feel about going up against Colton?" I was like, "All right, let this find let this decision be made. Who's who's better? Who's the best uh, shortest athlete there is?" <laughs> Um, I have a, I have a quote here um, from Wad Zombie. It says, "I offered uh, Scott Tetlow to compete, and when he found out it was Colton, he turned uh, white in the face and said, Fuck no, never! I'm scared.' Is that is that an accurate? Uh... That is not accurate." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you must have been pretty excited, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh... I, I don't know. I competed against Colton a couple times and it's never been like just us two head to head together. So I, I think it's, I think it's going to be fun. That's what I'm more excited about. I think this is a kind of a cool platform that they're trying to build and to be the first to, for us to be the first two athletes to be asked to do this. I think that's even more exciting. Um, wh- where are you in your training? What, what is your, what are your, what are, well, where, where are you going next? Is water, is it Wadapalooza or is it just all in the open? No, I, I promised my wife I'd do one one competition this year, off-season competition, and uh, I did Rogue. So now I'm just focused on the uh, CrossFit season. And uh, where are you in your training? Do you, are, is this a um, – are, are you at 100%? Are you beat up? Are you in rest mode? Are you, are you, are you skinny, Scott? Are you fat, Scott? Where are you in the uh, – I'm kind of plus-size, Scott, right now. I'm still trying to get strong. <laughs> and then uh hopefully my burpees and every gymnastic skills will just help me uh take over in the open and that season does any of this in- interfere with your training I-, I know some people are concerned competitions interfere with their training i know this is just one workout does this interfere with it at all no i train i trained as i trained as normal this week so just it's just another not it's a another workout and it's it's on a sunday i did take one i did do one less metcon yesterday just because i'm like all right well i'm doing a workout to uh, Sunday. So I'll just save that piece for then. Will you do, will you do another workout today after this? Will you could just get back to your training right after? No. Cause the wife has other plans for me. 
Oh, right. Well, what I are got, those? I got a birthday party to go to and then a photo shoot to do. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you as a as a games athlete, you can't you can't put your foot down on that stuff. Uh, I, so I put my foot down for the past four years, and that, that was kind of like an understand. Uh, on the way back from syndicate last year, uh, I had a conversation with my wife. My wife's like, "Are you gonna give it one more year?" And everything, I was like, "I'd feel kind of like unaccomplished if I didn't try at least one more year." And with that, there was some uh, compromise with it, and that would be, hey, you know, spending more putting the family a little bit more and then, and then whatever, if training gets in the way, then it is what it is. Uh, as what, far as, yeah. Why, why is there unfinished business from last year? Did you get injured or something? Or you just think that you're still have a better version of yourself to give? No, I just, I just feel unaccomplished being a one pump chump and, uh, been and, there, been there. And, and, and then it being an online an online competition. And I just feel like I haven't gotten that experience when I know I'm capable of, earning that spot in Madison. Uh, Chase, were you going to say something? No, I, I, a commend you for, uh, making those concessions as a new dad. I know it's hard <laughs> to do. I've had to do some of that, my own, <clears throat> not on the competition side that, that, uh, that chose for me, but, uh, I understand the one hit wonder feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just been rattle. It's been rattling me for a couple of years now that I've been like granted games. And then, syndicate where i'm like all right it's just like minor mistakes that have kind of kept me out so that's what it's like all right like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do it this year i'm gonna give them all uh, um scott i did an interview many 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 years ago i think it was with chuck carswell and nicole carroll and they were suggesting that you know the the competition the the stimulus you get in competition is unparalleled to any other stimulus you could get that if you're not at the CrossFit games, you could never understand what that stimulus is that you just cannot recreate that in, um, in training. One, do you, do you agree with that? And two, is, is that one of the reasons why you're sort of excited about this also? Do you, do you know that you're going to get a stimulus and in a chance to, you know, work Scott out in a way that can't be recreated in the gym? Yeah. I mean, i Adrenaline's a hell of a drug, especially when you're out there in the uh, competition field against everyone else. I think Rogue this past year was the closest experience to to that, being out there with all those high, higher level athletes. And it was that I was, you know, that was, that was an experience on its own, just being part of that. And I'm sure that at Madison, it's even a little bit more heightened, knowing that you have 20 more athletes out there that you're competing against. Right, and I wasn't suggesting that people don't get that at Rogue. I'm suggesting you get it at Rogue, you get it at Wadapalooza, right. you get it at the games. But I'm also suggesting that you're going to get that today. And really, and, and really, and really, that it might even be more intense today. And, and I know the athletes don't generally probably think like this, but at Rogue or at the games or Wadapalooza, you know, there's going to be another event. This is it. You're going to go. It's just going to be you and Colton. They're going to say go, and seven minutes later, we're going to be making fun of one of you and celebrating the other one. Here's what's probably going to happen. Okay, tell me. One is I'm probably going to go out way too fast and just die <laughs> because that's what I'm known for. Knowing, knowing that it's like, hey, it's you, you have a fifty, you have the fifty percent chance of winning or losing because they're only going up against one other person. It's not like going up against ten other person and ten other people in a heat. And it's like, okay, if I finish in the top three of this heat, I'll probably do pretty well in this event or something like that. It's you and one other person, so. More than likely, I'm probably going to go out way too hot and just try to hang on to the end. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be. It's this is for bragging rights right now. 
who is your judge and will and will you have a talk with your judge ahead of time that's like hey dude you really gotta no rep me if i'm no repping so that fucking i don't have to have andrew hiller make six videos about me yeah so uh my judge is john bertrand uh-huh. who's, uh, who's, who's a good buddy of mine he we work out together he knows me extremely well and how i move um after the hiller video of 22.3 uh oh did he tear into you for something who no no uh, like Hill, well hiller for the thrusters and everything how the head never came through uh-huh um, oh right yeah it was so john was like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he's gonna be looking he, knowing that uh andrew's on there judging him being the judge that uh you know he's probably gonna hold me to a higher standard definitely today as he should always but if I, I want to give this advice to anyone who's doing workouts, if Andrew ever attacks you, you should your response should be "fuck you." I'm coming to your house to beat your ass. That's it. Just lean right into it. Just be like, just lean into it. Um, any so no special prep for this. Nope. This is just Scott Tetlow, uh, regular training. Just did one less Metcon. Um, got Coco Bella on, and he's ready to go. Yep. That's that's uh that's how it is. Scott, is Sunday typically a full training day for you, or do you like do you take Mondays off and then like Thursdays easy, or do you just train whenever you can? Or yeah, so I have no schedule. It's uh, I train mm. whenever I can with work and stuff. Sometimes I, I I try to take Sunday one day, one weekend off fully, one day, whether that be a Saturday or Sunday, kind of whatever the wife has planned, and um, and then so other than that, I I really just train whenever I can. Like if I'm feeling good or I feel like, oh, you know, like the volume really hasn't been that high, I might go out and hit like a zone two piece on a Sunday or something. Um, but other than that, it's, it's just kind of like whenever I can, whenever I have time. How do you know the difference between if you need to train or if it's just like the rest of us where you just need some fucking uh, a mental release? How, how, like do you, do you ever like, hey, I really should take today off, but you're like, no, I need to train for just I, I need to blow off some steam. I need to get my head right. I struggle with that every single day that I have an off day. Yeah. I'm sure all these, all the athletes do. Um, It just depends on what I have. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling. So if I feel like I just have all kinds of energy, then I'll just go out and and go out there and do do something just to kind of put my mind at ease, something that's not going to strain the body for the rest of the week for the start of, of Monday or something. Do you have a coach? Uh, I do. I that the guy judging me today, John. He's mm. he's uh he was with me at Rogue and he worked out. I really enjoyed having him there, and he was in my corner and definitely helped me out, puts me in a mental in my headspace, saying like, "Hey," because he knows me as the athlete, as an athlete, and extremely well because I work out with him a lot and I talk to him about my game plans and everything. So he kind of knows that I over over analyze stuff, and I think I can do a lot. Uh, sorry, that was, uh, one of my buddies, uh, one of my friends, dad, or one of my son's friends, dad called me. Uh, hey, he should be watching the show. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I let him I hate it when my friends call me when I'm live. I'm like, what are you I doing? Yeah, I, I did that once. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he'll kind of be like, dude, no, you're not going to go out there and do that. You're not capable of going 50 un- or 60, 70 unbroken heavy wall balls. And so he'll put me kind of like, put me down to my level and, help me out there so yeah but he's uh he's been doing that for about six seven months now and it's or six months he's been helping me out a lot does he do your programming also no he doesn't who does that so i've actually i did my own programming uh for the past six six months just simply because of 
the time schedule. I was with, uh, I was with Nick, but then I, I was just like my, my work schedule and everything. It's like getting, having four or five pieces to do a day and realizing that, Hey, I might only have 90 minutes a day to train. It's as missing pieces put me out of mental stress. It's like, Oh, I got to get this in, but I can't do it. So I decided to take over my own programming for a little while and knowing that, Hey, I have 90 minutes to train today. I'm going to do this for 90 minutes because I believe in quality over quantity. Mm. Nick, Nick Fowler from Brute. Brute, is that who you're talking about? No, uh, Nick Urankar from Zoom. Oh, Nick. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, th- does that concern you, uh, Chase or JR at all, knowing that he's doing his own programming? Like, compete, is, that maybe he's left some holes like in, in his game? I mean, that can always be the trap for yourself. But the way, you know, Scott's talking about it is that getting programming, like, you know, it, like JR can speak to this. Like if you give an athlete programming and they have a hectic schedule, like it's kind of stressful on both of you guys because they're not following the system and the plans that you have in place for their schedule. It stresses out the athlete because they're missing workouts or their schedule is dictated by something outside of their control. So for Scott right now in the off season, new dad, I think it's actually a, a good call because I think any athlete at this level should know what they're good at and what they're bad at. And just to have that, I would say, discipline to do the things you're bad at is, is challenging to do, except for athletes that are to, to do those things. And I, I feel like Scott's one of those guys. JR, is that fair? Yeah, for sure. I mean, knowing, too, that Scott not only has been coached, but coaches others, I think he is even more self-aware. He's like, hey, if, if this was someone I was dosing that needed to get better at whatever, this is what I would do, even though he knows he may not want to spend his time doing it. So I think that if he's giving himself one more year to go after it, he's not going to waste any time. If he's only got 90 minutes, he's going to use it for intensity or he's going to use it for things that can help him improve and not to already strengthen a, a strength. Um, uh, Brian C. writes, ask Tetlow how he decided to run a marathon on, rand- on a random day in South American heat. You, you ran a marathon just at, <laughs> like last minute? Yeah, I, I attempted to. We were on a... <laughs> Oh, this is good. Yeah, I attempted to. I, uh, I was with some guys. They were training for a marathon. <clears throat> they asked me if I wanted to do it, and uh, and I said no. That's not really what I'm training for. I had the rogue. I had, that was 2019. I had the rogue invitation. I was going to go for the uh, the online qualifier, and they were like, "Oh, come on, Mister Fitness. I thought you could do it." And I mm. pretty much said, "You know what? Fuck you guys. All right, that let's was do it. easy." And three days later, I went out there and tried to run a marathon. <laughs> In, in, in what city? Uh, uh, I was, I uh, can't dis- disclose that. <laughs> okay. It was on the deploy. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, and, and what happened? Mile 10, you're like, I'm, uh, you tapped? I made it. I, I made it 23 miles. Wow. Oh, and then I ended man. up walking. And, and then I was like, and then I was like, I literally could, I cramped up, body just gave out and, yeah, it was miserable. I think I started off. I had no idea what I was doing. I started off with like a seven thirty pace. I'm like, man, wow. for the first, like for the first like five miles, like, dude, I feel you great. do start and high. Mile, <laughs> mile ten, mile ten, I started doing like this, uh, this run for five minutes at a slow pace, walk for a minute, run, and then I did that for like we had it. We went back and forth on this one boardwalk strip, and then every time I got back to the start of where we started at, I would do all right, run for four minutes, walk for two minutes. And then next round, run for three minutes, walk for three minutes. So I tried doing that and it just, I shut down. 
Wow, 23 so, miles. Is, is there anything you don't want to see? Like when you look at that equipment list, are you like, okay, that, I'm good with everything. Whatever, mm. guys, bring it. Or is there uh, anything you're like, ah, God, I hope it's not this. Well, I don't want to see a 275 snatch. Oh, that would be a 15-pound PR for me. Hey, wow. there you go. <laughs> wow. Scott, when you're um, competing today, obviously you won't be able to see Colton at the same time. And depending on what the event is, you know, JR and I are assuming it's going to be shorter and, and more intense. We, we talked about Andrew Hiller overseeing most of this. Knowing that he's there watching and knowing that he's not afraid to really come down on movement, does that actually uh -huh. help you? Knowing that it's like you don't have to – usually when – and I phrase it like this. Most people shave reps, not shave reps, but like blur lines because they think other people are getting away with murder so that they have to do it to stay competitive and stay fast. Yeah. Does that help your yourself in this setting, knowing that Hiller is out there watching this so that everyone is going to be held at the same standard? Um, I, yes, I, I do. But for the way I look at this workout is like two, uh, two sets of 45s and then a 25. I feel like it's going to be somewhat of a heavier barbell. And shaving reps kind of comes from lighter weights going mm. super, super fast. I don't know what the workout is, but um, I think that that's going to help slow down and make sure that good quality reps are done. And then also uh, ring muscle ups. I'm pretty confident in my ring muscle ups for to I've never been no repped on ring muscle ups except with the 20 pound vest on. Um, but I think I think with the line, with the heavier weights, that's going to help now, surely with with the uh, lighter weights, it would definitely knowing that Andrew's watching, it would definitely uh, be like, Oh, I got to make sure my reps are good or else I'll be appearing in his next video. I'm sure. <laughs> Just <laughs> lean into it. Just lean into it. If he does take advantage, get those followers. Uh, Scott, you guys don't see each other. There won't be like a, a iPad for you to look at or something. There's no, will someone be telling you what he's doing? So I asked, no, I asked about that. Like as far as like a clock goes, there's going to be a clock on uh, Andrew Hiller's, video video thing and then the the person so the person judging me is going to be judging me and then there's going to be a camera guy there kind of giving me a countdown three two one go so i won't even see a clock or know where it is unless oh, we time wow. it perfectly um, wow crazy yeah i honestly i've done i've done something like so like all the online qualifiers the open stuff like a lot of times i've done it during the class and there has it they, they've been using the clock so i use the uh the wad proof app to um to, to video myself and i'll go off of that so I've, I've done i've done that before with open not knowing where i'm at and i've had the camera the person behind the screen like hey slow down you're only at like three minutes in i go holy smokes i feel like i've been going for 10 minutes hey another reason why i think i'm probably gonna start out too hot will anyone tell you um you're you're beating him or you're behind is, is there any plan like did you want to know where he's at uh no i don't want i definitely don't want to know if i'm ahead because right. then I'll probably just slow down. If anything, right. I'll just tell them, hey, no matter what happens, just tell me I'm behind. Right, right. Or or maybe maybe the strategy is like, hey, he's resting. And so maybe, well, I don't know. No, it's a backfire. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you so much, Scott, for coming on. Um, yeah, no problem. We're pumped to see this. You're a beast. Thanks for coming on, and uh, this is going to be really cool. Good luck, cool. dude. Thanks. Cheers. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. Good, dude. Oh, one second, of, one sec, one sec, one sec. I'll be right back. Don't tell us what to do. It's my show. Tell us what to do. One second. JR, when you're, um, think of like, uh, the question I was posing to Scott there, 
is having trust in that the people overseeing the competition are holding everybody to the same standard. Do you think that helps the judges more to make those calls and not worry as like, well, if I don't give them this, they're going to lose because the other people might be, I, I say that to my judges all the time. I mean, you run events and I just like, don't judge for the person you're judging, but judge it for the other person. Like that's who you're more worried about. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think, um, knowing that it is head to head, you know, that, that, the other judge is feeling the same thing mm-hmm. that you are to uphold all the movement standard and make sure that the quality of reps is there. Also, I think on the programmer's end, making it to where there isn't a lot of room for subjectivity and the movement patterns can help. Like for instance, Sevon said hand release pushups or really any kind of burpee at a fast pace tends to be a little bit that you get into some issues um, certain dumbbell movements like dumbbell thrusters with these guys at 50 pounds would be, would be awful to try to jump yeah. at speed, you know? So, Hey, should, shouldn't his answer have been when you said, are you concerned that Andrew Hiller is going to be watching? Shouldn't his answer have been like, no, my reps are always good. Fuck you, Chase. Uh, well, no. So actually I was hoping he's going to go down the route that I was wanting was, Usually people do certain things with their movements because they think everyone else is getting away with them because there's no accountability at the top. And I think now that we have Hiller as the umbrella there of accountability with the movements, it actually helps the judges hold their athletes to a higher standard. So I think having a more accountable oversight of movement actually helps everyone either judge the athletes that they're judging or the athletes move because they're not worried about other people getting away with something that they're not doing. That's oh, so so maybe not so worried about themselves, but worried about those. Because I yeah. think if you asked Froning that, he wouldn't even know how to answer that. He's like, <laughs> he'd be like, what, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, well, yeah, uh, well, you know, Rich is different. It's okay. Exception is not the rule. Andrew Hiller, what's Hi, up, dude? Where are you? Where where what are you? I I'm I'm in my house. That is your house. What are never you seen, Lake Tahoe? Yeah, never seen a backdrop other yeah. than the uh, garage. This is yeah. I got. I live in a log house. Did you build that? Out of trees, yeah. <laughs> Iron and brawn. Is that those? That's real. That's like your. Those are your walls right there. Those fall. Those fall. What the fuck is going on with his internet? Well, look where he's living. I'm shocked he has any internet. Everything's made of wood. <laughs> he said <laughs> on a show. Stopped running. He said on a show recently he built his garage. So did you build the house also? No, that was a joke. But I did do the garage. Oh shit. Andrew, those are just actually pieces miss? of wood that are. Got? Yeah, I'm with those are actually. <laughs> why is your internet so bad today? What's going on? Why can't go right. go to the garage? Go to the, take your shirt off and go to the garage, please. Take your shirt off and go to the garage. Um, <laughs> in that order. I have a router in the garage and I got one in the house and it might be bouncing back and forth for whatever reason. I told them they had a ten o'clock stop time. This is the the Wadapalooza team is occupying my office. Ah, uh, okay, mm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so that wood, just real quick, that wood back there, those are just fallen trees that have just been finished, and that's how your house is made? I know they're from Alaska, but that's kind of where it stops. It was part of like the, the house buying process. Is middle. your whole neighborhood full of those? No, it's the only one. That's awesome. It's pretty funny. Have you ever had termites? Not to my knowledge, which could be uh, either a good or a bad thing. <laughs> oh, you'd know. You'd know. You'll know but right away. They're the little four-winged creatures flying around. We have them all over California. Yep. The, the wood is treated, and we have to have it treated every three to four years, I think, to keep those out. Largest natural disaster by far. No second place. The termite. No tornado, no, no hurricane, 
no nothing. No, the termites do more uh, damage, uh, you know, to, to uh, us earthlings, the people, than uh, than any other natural disaster. Crazy, more so than fires, all of that. Really? Oh, okay. no, let's keep the, yeah, fuck the, fuck the, uh, fit, fit wars. Do you have an HOA? Uh, no, no, God, a, Jeff, you're such a fucking square. Do you have an HOA? I mean, is that what you consider lawn work? That's what we do. No, no HOA. That's like, no. that's, like, that's what old people like Jeff does. They live in a neighborhood where everyone pays 50 bucks and then, then they <laughs> spray weed killer on your driveway. I'm so glad shit. I don't have one of those. Oh, me oh, too. $50 HOA fees. Where are those at? Do you, you don't have an right. HOA? Do you in South Carolina? No. Okay. I had HOA in our previous house. Yeah. JR's so, beard is crazy. I've never seen this thing. It's good. Yeah. Chase made me jealous, and Brian, and then Chase went. Chase's mustache went, went with the yeah. stash. So, <laughs> I look I didn't, just like my dad right now. <laughs> I didn't grow one out last winter, and my wife hates it. Um, and my girls think it's funny. So <laughs> I was, I was, I try to tell people at the gym that it's like all white, like it's almost. I mean, at least Sevans is cool where like the outer part is white and then he's got like a dark mustache, yeah. almost like he dyes it. Everyone asked me that. Do you dye about your beard? Yeah, they I think that I dye this. It's like, what are you talking about? No way. I do use the ball shaver on it though. Whatever the ball shave. My wife got me a ball shaver. I never used it on my balls. But I just used it. I was going to say, what order do you go in? I never use it on my balls. That's terrifying. You always go from the bottom to the top. Always. <laughs> when I can <laughs> grab a handful of. When you're working down there. When I can grab a handful of pubes like this, I just take the scissors and cut it off. Just one cut, and then I just throw them in the trash, and I, I don't throw them in the sink or the toilet, and that's it. That's when I know. But, it, like, when I grab it like a – Doesn't your dog get into the trash then? Just there's pubes <laughs> everywhere? No, no. I got a little lid on my trash. Okay. That's, well, the dog doesn't seem to care. Uh, <laughs> Scott Tetlow, 29. Uh, Colton Mertens, 24. I just saw one of you guys posted that in the private chat. So age is no factor here. Five years under 30. No. Scott's got two kids, so might as well say he's 32, 33. <laughs> compounded by what, two or three <laughs> years per kid. Hiller, how many times has the workout changed um, since you guys uh, came up with it and finalized it? Has it changed a dozen Four times? Four times, I would have to bet. Four nice. times. Yeah. And, and, and what are some of the reasons why it's changed? Uh, Fine-tuning. No, not much has changed. It's been... I've been going back and forth with Brian on a couple of things and um, we're trying to make it exciting. Mm. This is interesting because I know what it is and this is the only time I've known what something is where most do not. So I don't want to F myself. Oh, I would love <laughs> it if you fucked up on the show. I would um, love it. We're doing everything we can to make it exciting. And then at which point I think that when Brian and I do start talking about it, we can tell you what we were trying to do with it as, as we're chatting. So so, was, so maybe some reps have changed. Uh and yeah. Weights. Yes, yes. Have uh, have reps, weights changed? Yes, yes, and yes. And 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 who's testing them? I have and Brian has and anyone good? I say. Anyone not juiced up and anyone good? Uh well, Brian's good. <laughs> uh nobody not juiced up. Unless, I mean, well, Brian isn't juiced up. And then I can't say whom else we've had practice them because that might give some stuff away to some mm. people. Okay, gotcha. Um, were you, so is this, this is made for knowing Scott and correct Colton were the athletes. Hold on. He just, he just leaked something there. He said testing them, them, well, not uh, it. 
<laughs> Explain. I don't get it. I, what did I miss? Someone, someone, help me. I'm slow. Help me. What did I miss? Then would Tell imply me. a plural like netcon plus strength twenty one point three point four. Like you know a two, really, like a two-parter. I liked so much watching people speculate. Like this morning, I watched the barbell spin. I think he had Helton and Tyler on. It was cool to hear them talk. That was way better than I thought. I thought, it was, oh, I mean, I wasn't expecting bad, but it was good. I was expecting <laughs> fucking train wreck. <laughs> it was fucking actually good. I watched it last Dave night on the like bike. Posting a fire hydrant of an open gas and then just watch everybody lose their minds dude i totally messed that up I, now that you say it i'm really like why didn't i think of that <laughs> you got 48 minutes so yeah. oh, right. <laughs> well Sevon, you also said you also said have the weights changed and he said yes so i wonder are there multiple weights can you tell us that or is there just one loaded barbell well I, I should say from the first iteration gotcha i, I don't know I don't, yeah that's probably the best way to put it there there, there was something that we had set way back when Nick wanted to put everything together and it's developed along the way and the weights have changed since then. How are you and Brian getting along with the, with the, with the work? How, what's it like working with him and choosing was, the workout and the movements? The final say on the workout was actually Brian's version. Mm. Um, did, did anyone put their foot down and, and it just got weird? No, I don't think so. Well, because I don't think that there's many people out there other than like, of course the people here, chasing jr and i'm sure there's others out there that i'm probably just not thinking of right away that know workouts and athlete capabilities the way brian does so when he says stuff he has a lot behind the words he says he's not just talking out of his ass and and i I like to remember that as i'm hearing the things that he has to say uh and then when he speaks back to me he remembers that i've had and have the capability to perform at a certain level and he's like so if you were doing this i don't really know what it's like to be in that position what do you think about that and it was kind of cool doing that with him that's a good combo it was cool yeah um bruce wayne why is nick not on i i I don't know did i miss him no no i didn't i didn't send him a link i I just put i just put just put the shows together just like i i I, I told him i was gonna have him come on has the equipment list changed at all then i didn't follow through what has the equipment list changed at all with these some of these weight changes? Have you added or subtracted anything? No. No, the equipment list has remained the same. Um, unless you want to – well, because I've already told you the weights have altered, at which point then I guess that would be the equipment list would have been altered because the requisite weights – yeah. Is that – yeah. That's my question. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you why Nick's not on. I, um, the more people we have on, the more it takes to juggle more people to send the links out. It's not even a conscious thought. Like when I just look down there and I see Susan and Caleb down there waiting in the wings and I know Colton's coming on and I know that I had to send a link to Hiller and Chase and Jer. It's like, it's just like, I just get like, all right, I reached my bandwidth of like sending out. <laughs> I don't know. But I, but when you produce the show, is it just each person you add on, you just get tripped, tripped out. But we'll have to have Nick on. Got a certain number of Maybe Nick doesn't even want to come on. Maybe. Do you need anything? No, I'm good. Links oh, wait, how many links per day can you send? You <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just feeling bad that I didn't that I didn't have him on. And Nick likes to be anonymous, also. Yeah, maybe that's it. Have, have, Plus, have I said anything that changes you guys' opinions on what the workout could be? Yeah, I actually thought it was it, that you guys might repeat that rogue online qualifier workout from 2019 that Colton actually won the seven minute AMRAP of deadlifts at 275, which is the amount of plates you've listed 
and ring muscle ups nine and three and just let them race on that. But now that it seems like it's not a workout that was already previously written, I like that because I like seeing y'all's creativity. Well, what makes you think that we didn't just want to scale it up and decide that that was a bad idea? You don't have enough weights. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, yeah. What if we looked at that and said, oh, okay, well, we're just going to make it 315 because we're better now. The weights would have changed and they would have just changed mm. back to the original considering that would have been, oh, nope, not yet. Oh, Brian tested it. Hiller tested it. Brian had some people test it. That's too soon. Just do the same thing over again. <laughs> yeah, or or you just are like, hey, let's do burpee, burpee ring muscle-ups instead. That's something we talked about earlier was that it's kind of a it's kind of a hot movement right now having Wadapalooza kind of brought it out for their qualifier this year so yeah how do you like that movement are you a fan or not a fan or for uh for a in the gym movement or for a competition movement uh in-person competition well, it's a competition i think that for instance, if you had someone like Brent and Colton or Scott at the same competition and you had a ring height set at 95 or 96 inches, that could be really beneficial for one of them more than the other. But it's really no different than a high box or anything like that. That doesn't you didn't tell me whether or not you liked it. <laughs> that means he doesn't you put uh, it like 10 inches out of their both extended reach to even it out. So just right. So with like, if you had multiple heats and you had to go out there and see um, what measurement the rings needed to be for which athlete was in what lane. I like the idea someone gave, I can't remember who it was. I don't, it may have been chase that if they ever have ring muscle ups or any kind of ring muscle up movement in a competition, there needs to be three set ring heights and you get to pick from one of the three and that's it. And they put you in a lane at 90 inch rings. They put you in a lane at 94. They put you in a lane at 98. That's it. You know what I think is interesting is through everything I've heard, everyone's like, oh, there's rings, so there must be muscle-ups. There well, has to be muscle-ups. We talked about toes to ring. Oh, you think you think you think something like Elizabeth? So we talked about toes well, to ring. ring dips at a muscle-up height, so there's a penalty for breaking. You have to do Are a muscle have, to get up any, there. Any like, creative heads on your shoulders? Like It's just muscle-ups when there's rings? Is that how that works? Well, we, yes. well, we, yes. well we, talked about, we talked about burpees to ring touch, and we talked about toes to ring. This is something that I've told Brian before, and I wondered if anyone would do it. You've heard for pe- you've heard of people doing two for one wall balls. There's actually a hero workout. I think it's Cameron that has two for one wall balls. So you throw the ball, you squat, you wait on it to come back down, and you squat again. So you're squatting twice per throw of the two wall first, ball. Two first. What if you did two first on muscle ups? So you did muscle up plus dip, <clears throat> muscle up plus dip, or muscle mm-hmm. up plus three dips. So you did a muscle like up ascending ladder. So you did a muscle up and then you go up and you do three dips and you come back down and then you do plus three every time. Oh shit. You got it right. You got it right. That oh. is what it is. You're like one to 10. <laughs> I can dips. tell by Andrew's eyebrows what they but did. You got to do a muscle up each time uh, to start the set. Colton, you like that? You like a, a ring muscle up to a uh, ring dip as Fit one rep? Winner. <laughs> I, that's what I was laughing at his name. Yeah, it's we, awesome. <clears throat> we used to do those a lot in training. You, what didn't you do a lot of in training? You know, you know what I was just thinking after seeing your name there is that I'm again the barbell spin thing. They're like, "What should be the next one?" And they were giving out names. I like the Hunter McIntyre Fit Ranch thing, the Steve Austin Stone Cold Ranch, where he just kept on going mm. until he lost. So let's see yeah. if you do happen to win, winner stays he on. He would just always come up on oh. the show as Fit Wars One winner. 
And then if, I have call and then out ready to go later, and that would still be the war's one winner. Dude, that'd be sick. Like the winner gets to pick their next opponent. <laughs> Colton, someone that, asked keep going. Colton, someone asked in the comments why it's been so long since you've been on the show. Do you have an answer for them? Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh Savon's busy, I guess. Because he didn't either. invite me. That dickhead yeah. Savon didn't invite me. Oh no, he invites me and he's like, oh, okay. Good. We'll, we'll get you scheduled and then nothing. And then three months later, hey, you want to come on? Sure. We'll get you scheduled. Nothing. I'm sure it's my fault. I'm sure it's not Susan's <laughs> fault. It is an error. We make many, many mistakes on this show, and that is one of them. Um, is this going to be your first workout of the day, Colton? Yeah. I just got to the gym, um, had some breakfast in here in Cedar Falls. Uh, we had Allie's parents' Christmas kind of get-together last night, so... Yeah, we brought all five of our wiener dogs, so that's been interesting. We got up like five times last five? night to take them out. Yeah, you have five. Like awesome. Holy sh- wait! So, how, what's the longest unbroken sleep you got last night? I don't know, not very long. A couple we, hours, hour. We had to take them out several times. Doesn't she do that? Doesn't she know that you have a competition <laughs> tomorrow? And she's like, "Don't worry, I got this." You go sleep in the other room. <laughs> no, <laughs> she sits there and then. Uh, Sleeps through it or pretends to sleep through it most of the time and waits for, waits for me to get up and take them out. <laughs> uh, so wait a second. So when you take them out, do you have to worry about any animals in the area eating them too? Do you have to watch them? No, they're pretty vicious. I think they'll hold their own. They're bread to hunt badgers. Yeah, I was going to say, Dachshunds were bread yeah. to hunt That's why they yeah, I love the dogs. smallest hound dogs. Yep. How did you end up with five? You just walked by a Walmart and, and got <laughs> um, and, and, and there was a box of them? Mm. No, um, we're going to start breeding them. So this, probably this come winter of 2023 is when we'll have our first litter. And we'll start selling them. So these are our, our breeding stock. Wow. And is five, is, is that, did you know how that works? Like five is what you start with when you're going to start a, mm-hmm. uh, a breeding dogs? Well, <clears throat> Sarah Cox you- would like to buy one for forty nine ninety nine. There you go. You sold your first dog. <laughs> If you, I think if you have four, more than four females, then you have to become registered or certified breeder. And um, since we're not moved into the like the gym home yet, we don't have the final wiener dog set up done yet either. We're just going to wait until we kind of have that all done. And then we'll get some more and then we'll become like, you have to be like USDA certified. Licensure, licensure. You say USDA? I believe that's what it is, yeah. In case you eat one of them. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> in case you put one of them in a bun. Um, so so any change in your workouts yesterday? Uh, Tetlow was telling us he he dropped one Metcon yesterday. Any change in your workout yesterday? Your, your regimen? Um, I actually haven't been working out very much like this whole week. Tuesday morning, I woke up and was feeling pretty sick. Just like really nauseous. Like, okay, I'm not going to be able to eat breakfast. So I just mixed up some electrolytes, walked outside. I was getting ready to go to the farm, and I, yeah, I'm going to have to puke. So I walked out in the yard, threw up, rinsed my mouth out in the water spigot, got in the truck, went to the farm. And I've basically only been doing like rowing intervals since then. And then yesterday I did my first like Metcon. So, <clears throat> but um, I'm feeling pretty good today. Like really only like Tuesday and Wednesday I was pretty sick. I didn't. All I ate was um, a couple cups of Greek yogurt. It's the only thing I could keep down. So, like uh, Thursday, Friday, and yesterday, I was really just like recovering from not 
eating for those two days. Um, but yeah, we'll see. How this uh, how, how, how's your heart rate? Is, is your heart rate going uh, spiking quickly? I think it'll be fine. It's just more fatigue from being so low calories the past week. But um, I've been able to hold things down. I felt pretty good yesterday and felt pretty good this morning. So I think it'll be fine. I'm pretty, I think I'm going to be pretty close back to like fully recovered. Um, Are, are you bummed that this happened like this? Or are you up for the challenge? Or are you like, fuck it? It's whatever. I mean, shit happens. Just roll with it. And uh, learning how to figure out like if something like this happens at semis or the games, then this is a good experience for learning how to deal with it and kind of how my body's going to respond and things like that. So it's all just learning and figuring it out and getting better. You know, it's just more challenges. The uh, main thing I'm focusing on right now is Waterpalooza. So we've got uh, four-ish weeks until that. So I'll be, I'll definitely be fully recovered by then. And, you know, training's been feeling really, really good. So I think I'll bounce back pretty well and I'll work out really fast today. You competing individually there, Colton? Yep. Mm. And team? No, mm. I don't really do that team thing anymore. <laughs> um, last time but, he beat me. That's the last yeah. time he was on the team. Knocked me out of regional or the games. Why? Why? Uh, why? I'm I'm kind of surprised uh, someone like you isn't doing both. You seem like you're the just like your game for just glutton for punishment. I thought about it, but um, like if I was gonna do both, I'd want it to be with like a competitive team. Um, you know, like I've been to Waterpalooza before, and we did like just the RX team, just with some buddies from Kilo. But if I was gonna do this back to back, I'd want it to be with a pretty competitive team, and didn't really. You want to be on a team that you feel like you have a chance to win. Yeah, like um, well, these people who are like training to compete. Uh, do you have a programmer or a coach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I do Armin McCormick's programming and luke schaefer's programming with kilo trained um i kind of bounce back and forth well i guess not bounce back and forth but i kind of do both of their programming um so it's i mean i could do all of armin's he'll program all my strength work and then i had like a couple of metcons from his program then go over to luke's hit a couple of metcons from them and just kind of do it like that because i don't i don't really want to do my own programming and uh yeah, I've just I've been with Armin and Luke since the beginning. Do they have any other athletes at your level? Mm, no. Well, they have a, a team, the Kilo Train team from CrossFit Kilo 2 out of Iowa City who was at the Games this year. And then um, there's several other semifinal teams that are on the program as well. But as, for in, as far as individuals go, it's pretty much just me, I believe. Chase, is that Kilo team any good? Kilo's had some good teams, especially when Colton was on it. They're a bunch yeah. of studs. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check the box that you have good coaches. Um, what What are your thoughts about the workout? Anything you just don't want to see when you when you see that it's this uh, bar and these plates and the rings? Is there anything that you've thought, oh, God, I hope it's not this? I thought we might be doing like strict muscle-ups because I think Andrew likes those, but I also thought that's uh, pretty impossible to do with like the judging. It's just too complicated, like, what, like how strict is strict, you know? So I figured we probably wouldn't do that. But um, aside from that, I would have been worried if we saw that just because of the judging. And um, like it's just it would be really hard to kind of ride that line. But other than that, um, no, I think I would have been worried probably a year or two ago, thinking we might be snatching heavy. But um, 
I'm not really worried about that for this at this time. Um, so yeah, nothing really that's worrisome. I think. Do you know Tetlow as an athlete? Do you know? Are you aware of how good he is? <laughs> yeah, we competed together uh, at Granite Games in 2021 at Mayhem Classic in I think 2020 or maybe 2019. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I definitely know who he is because um, he's like we're both the shortest guys in the field, pretty much every competition we go to. Um, so I always kind of look at him as a little bit of a proxy to see like other events that he does and see like if that was good or bad for shorter athletes and also kind of compare myself to him because um, there's definitely no excuse. I go, well, he beat me on that rowing workout because he's taller than me, right? So if I can compare myself to him on those workouts, it's nice. So it's kind of like how DeLugos looks at Fikowski. He's like, hey, I can't use my height as an excuse because this guy's mm-hmm. figuring that shit out. Yeah, exactly. And this is like, um, I know if he beats me in our rowing wobble workout, it's because he's fitter than me, not just because I had a disadvantage in those movements because he has the same disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, this, this, this Wadapalooza, when you go to Wadapalooza, will, will you show up there? Um, what's the word? Tapered? Or is it just it's just part of the <clears throat> just part of the training cycle, just to the games? Uh, mostly it's part of the training cycle, but I mean, like um, <clears throat> I'll definitely be training hard for it, and I'm not just gonna show up like out of sh- shape or like you know, I won't be in my peak form, but I won't be not in peak form. I guess you know it's not like a huge ramp up, but it is somewhat of a ramp up because I wanted to go there and perform well and hopefully make some money. Yeah, hopefully make some money. Yes, and I can buy more winter dogs. <clears throat> is that what you're gonna do? With the, is, if you want Wadapalooza, you get another dog right away. That'd be like one of your investments. We're waiting for the house to get built to buy anymore because there's just too many to have in the basement right now. Five, but, um, yeah, five seems a little. Five seems. <laughs> five seems like uh, a lot. How old are they? Uh, the oldest is about five or six months. Oh shit! Oh shit! And the youngest is about four. Oh months. my god, it must be chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are wild. It must be chaos. <laughs> hey, how much do those dogs how much will you sell your dogs for? Um, we're thinking we're gonna start out at like fifteen hundred and just see how that goes. Um as far as Dotsons go, that's a pretty like middle of the road price and um we'll kind of see it's a lot of it's based on like the coloring and your reputation as a breeder. So, like, if they have a color pattern similar to our males, then usually you can sell them for a lot more. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to see. We'll see how it goes. Hey, what, what's – is the, don't let your uh, girlfriend screw up the name of the company. It's got to be, like, Merton's Doc, Dachshunds or something. Don't let her, like, hyphenate that shit or nothing, right? It's got to be <laughs> Colton's Dachshunds. Yeah, what, what's the name of the company? Um, well, like, the Instagram or the Facebook page is just Merton's Dachshunds. Good. I approve. And then – uh. Our Instagram page is Merton's Teeny Weenies. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Aggressive. I like it. I like it. Does Merton's Mutts have a negative connotation because Mutts are usually not purebred? Can we not? Yeah, do that? I think it would be. Okay. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like it though. Merton's, Merton's Mutts. Um, Colton, how, how um, besides this um, fact that um, you have uh, um, COVID and RSV <laughs> and the flu simultaneously, um, how's everything else? Are we looking at the fittest Colton Mertens we've ever seen outside of the the current, um, just that you hit a wall this week? Yeah. Training is 
really been going well. I've been the volume and intensity have been really, really good. And my body's been responding really well. Like I'd say the past four to five weeks have been a really, really good stretch of training. My body's been feeling really, really good. And yeah, I was excited for this when it popped up and also just really excited for Waterpalooza to show what I've been working on. And, you know, Vernon has been feeling really good. Rowan's getting faster, all those things. Strength, um, my snatch just hit a PR not too long ago. So, I mean, that's this big stress off my shoulders knowing that my snatch is, you know, it's not great, but I'm not going to get smashed anymore on that lift. So that's been a long time coming. And yeah, honestly, I just, I've never felt better besides like being sick this week, but I think I'm pretty much over that. I think I'll do pretty well today. Um, uh, Jeffrey Birchfield is saying 1500. I don't know. Th- all purebreds are like crazy expensive now, right? Yeah. You're, you're not going to find like a bunch of Dotsons out there for a lot less than that. I mean, you can, but it's going to be from a puppy mill, you know? And this isn't the puppy mill. This is Merton's Dachshunds. Mm-hmm. Merton's Teeny Weenies. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like once you get a dog, you can call it that. Mm-hmm. Are you um, are are are, are you're going to go to the games again this year? What do you think about this uh this path to the games and what you know about um the 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 course you have to follow the open, the quarterfinals, the semifinals going? What do you think about that? I mean, I like it. <clears throat> I kind of like the condensed uh, semis for North America. And um, I like that it's based off where you live, um, especially for just like if, if you have people from your gym that want to come support you or if you have an affiliate that has a couple of athletes or like in our case, we have me and then the Kilo team um, and we were at different semis last year. So it's just a lot better if we can be in one spot for the gyms to come and support us and hang out. And um, also, I mean, even just like, doing the whole logistics of it, the travel and everything, you know, like uh, I can stay at the same hotel or whatever as the team. And like Allie and I don't have to buy like a hotel for his, her semi, then another one for my semi. So I'll save us there too. But um, <clears throat> yeah, then as far as like the competitive aspects of a go, I like the, how they're allocating spots based on your performance throughout the season or the ranking system. I think they're still being a little bit too generous in some places um, with like a guaranteed two spots, whatever. I think you can guarantee like one spot. And then if you have a good performance, somebody else, if you feel a good performance in the open and quarters, then give them their second spot, but make them earn it, you know? And um, it might've been Andrew who had an idea. (laughs) He was talking about um, like back in the day, how Glassman was like, we're spending all this money for, uh, a regional in like South America where we're sending one athlete to the game. She's like, it's hard for me to justify it. And then Andrew's like, yeah, that's a problem. But um, what if we, you just had the ranking system then you took like the top couple of athletes from there and then paid to fly them into like a North American semifinal and then make them earn it there. <clears throat> I think that's, that would actually be a good idea. It'd save money for CrossFit. I don't know how much the South American athletes would like it, but I think in a, yeah. well, I think it would help their notoriety. Maybe not in their own home country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's interesting. Like That's interesting. One million versus one hundred thousand in plane tickets. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But that was the idea. Yeah, right. Thanks, Colton. Um, speaking of Andrew Hiller, um, and, and judging, who is your who's your judge? So there'll be a cameraman there, and there'll be you there, and there'll mm-hmm. be a judge there. Those are the three people. 
Um, uh, who, who is your judge and, and have you had a talk with them about like, Hey, let me get away with shit. Give me a little home cooking when at all cost, Or is it like, no, I don't know who my judge is going to be yet. We'll see who shows up to watch and I'll pick someone out of the crowd. No shit. That's good. It's like that, huh? Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be Travis. He'll be here and he usually judges. He does a, like a lot of my open and quarterfinal workouts. So it'll probably be him. But I haven't like had a chat with him about it yet. Allie will be my camera woman. Yeah, she will be your camera. She, she's gonna shoot it on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, uh, how will how will you know where uh, Tetlow is if you're if you're racing against them? We're, we've made the assumption that it's an AMRAP, and at the end it'll it'll be you know Colton's seventy nine reps, uh, you know Tetlow's seventy nine reps tie. How will they? Who, who who's gonna tell you where he's at? Or or do you have a plan for that? Um, ideally you would have, you know, like some people watching the live stream and then being able to say like, Hey, you're three reps ahead, you're four reps ahead or whatever as you go. But I don't know how, I don't know if that'll work out logistically. We'll see. But ideally that's what I'd like to do. And then just have them kind of yell at me and tell me what's going on. But otherwise it's just head down and hammer away. There is some room for error doing it that way. Because let's say they tell you you're four reps ahead, but somehow they're YouTube buffered, exactly. and they're actually behind you. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, how far behind the stream will be. I don't know if that's like inside information. <laughs> what What do you mean? Like it'll be one or two seconds behind what people are actually seeing at home? Or when we were testing it, I was like clapping on one side, and I was saying how long it would take for it to come up on the stream. <laughs> so, so there is a lag. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, um. I mean, if they're watching ahead. just the stream and not watching me live, then they should be able to at least tell me where I was at ten seconds. Oh, or whatever. right. Um, Andrew, how do how do how do you how are you going to start them both at the same time? How does that work? Um, I'm going to have a clock on me, and it's, it's going to go off of that. So they the, they will be in, designated to stop, and then it's just going to go completely off of the stream, the way it's going to look on the camera on the stream. I wasn't able to follow that at all. Let me let me. Uh, uh, Let's say I'm sitting here, and then there's a clock right here. It's just gonna yeah. be going off of that. I'm gonna be sitting here. I'm gonna. Brian's gonna have his own little screen, and then we're going to tell the camera person that they're going to be letting them know when there's ten seconds left, when there's three, two, one time, and then based off of exactly what happens on the screen on the stream with the timer there, that's when they'll be stopping. Uh, um, will, will you, uh, how, how will it start? They'll hear you. They'll both hear you say three, two, one, go. Internet. God, I hope you have a better internet connection. I do. The show. I do. I do. The okay, internet will be okay. better. Uh, um, uh, how will they know when to start? Uh, same, same way. 10 second countdown. The camera person will be saying. So they'll actually start a second late if there's a buffer, but it'll be the same second. Did It'll you hear that? Out. Okay. Uh, hey, no, I'm actually, gonna, I'm gonna fix my internet. Okay. Okay. We're back. Very, very kind of you. Oh, we're not gonna get to walk through the log cabin. <laughs> um, Colton, um, uh, you think this is gonna get dark? You think you're gonna? It's gonna. This is. This one's really gonna hurt more than what you're used to. You think this is gonna be reminiscent mm-hmm. of the, a real competition, like you're back at you know, Rogue Guadalupe, uh, CrossFit Games. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be competition intensity, one hundred percent, but. My training intensity has been really high lately too, and I've been there a lot in training. You know, I've been through the fire many times, and this is just another time through. Be through it many more times. 
Yeah. Uh, how's your dad doing? Does your dad know you're doing this today? <laughs> yeah, he's back home taking care of the pigs. And, 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 and the dachshunds? No, they're here with us. Uh, my mom says, hi, Colton. Good to see you. Hi, Rosemary. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. Free plug for the family. <laughs> uh, so th- does he know what you're doing? Did he say good luck to you? Did he did he give you a hug or maybe a kiss or something, like a kiss on the cheek or something? No, he called me this morning, said good luck, and, whatnot, and asked me how I was feeling, all that stuff. So he's known, I guess, this week that I've had to do this, and I've been sick and whatnot and at the farm. But <clears throat> so he's been kind of not making me work as much, but I've still been, you know, like I was washing a pig barn most of this week. It really sucks because you get, you know, wet and cold and full of poop and it's cold out. <laughs> no, but, I don't um, know, but th- I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> you take like a pressure washer, which is kind of like an industrial size one, and you go through the barn and you have to spray all the poop off everything and off the walls, the floors and everything, clean out all the feeders, and then you go back through with some disinfectant and spray everything down with that, and then it's all ready for a new group of pigs. <laughs> And then, and then, do you um do you wear a mask when you do that? Nope, I don't wear anything special. When I do that. Do you just get covered? And because I I've bought and like they have um, you know like kind of like a wetsuit or whatever, like a raincoat and rain pants you can wear, and it comes with like a it's like kind of overalls and whatnot, but they don't have my size. So I just wear. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's more annoying tripping over my pants than it is getting wet. So I just do it. Hey, can't you take a pair of scissors and just cut the bottom off? Well, then they then they'll rip up like um, they just kind of get torn all apart because then the hem is ruined. Yeah. Hey, I tried that before. Uh, Jr. Um, he's got to get a mask, right? He can't be breathing that shit in, right? Just like poop flying around and chemicals <laughs> and shit. Does he need a mask? Oh, I trust that he's, he's good. Yeah, I trust he's already used to stuff like that. I don't think he needs to worry about yeah. it. Uh, Ryan Oaks is also a doctor who watches the show. He says, Colton, you better mask up and get quadruple vax in order to clean the pig poop. Colton. I think that pig poop is uh, worse than anything COVID or whatever is going to do to me. I've been naturally vaccinated. Yes, <laughs> you you have been. Uh, any any other um, probing questions for uh, Mr. Merton's uh, gentleman? Have we asked him what he thinks the workout's going to be or if he even tries to play that game? Yes, great question. No, I haven't even been reading you and Wild Zombie's messages to me on that group chat. <laughs> what time <laughs> I again? A, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying a thumbs up last night, and I don't know what all the stuff Wild Zombie was telling me, but. I'm, I'll figure it out before we get going here. All right, brother. Thank you. You, We are an hour and you're already there, right? Mm-hmm. At the gym. So we're an hour yeah. and 18 minutes away. Um, may you compete healthy. We're all excited to see you get at it. And uh, thanks for coming on the show, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was fun. Thanks yep. for inviting me to do this too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, look it. And congratulations, congratulations. When will the dog, when will the business open? When will the dogs be for sale, you think? By uh, end of 2023, you have a litter? Yeah, sometime around then, late fall, early winter probably. All right. If you're interested in owning a Merton's Teeny Weenie, <laughs> um, prepare to have the dog at your house in... Uh, Did you see Corey's name that he, was, he threw out there? Oh, no. Where Doc, is it? Doc Merton's, but oh. it's, spell it's D-A-C-H. Wow. Okay. That's wow. Mm-hmm. 
You get sued, but it's good. No, it's completely <laughs> spelled different. It just sounds the same. All right, Colton. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. And I'll make sure I have Susan contact you to get you on in the next three or four years. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Colton Mertens. Uh, for anyone who wants to participate in this and add value to for yourself and get some money going to the athletes, go to Lawn Chair Leaderboard. I wish I knew what the exact uh, URL was. It's a Tyler Watkins uh, fantasy uh, fitness league. And you go on there and you can register with a bunch of friends and Tyler's given a bunch of the money to the um, athletes, but more importantly, it's just fun. Okay. So it's lawn chair leaderboarding spelled perfectly.com. The chat.com. Yeah. And it, uh, it looks like Hiller's going to try to put it in the um, chat. Yeah. More Colton uh, Merton cards. Yeah. Another Colton Merton's card would be cool. I think I'm behind on cards, Wad Zombie. That's why I didn't invite Nick on, because he stopped sending me cards. That's why. Okay, now you know the real truth. Uh-oh, David Weed's giving an update on the uh, soccer game, 2-2. I'm sure that's what Brian's watching. Is it, is it the World Cup today right now? It's the final, right? I don't know how people watch that crap. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sure, oh, wait, wait, wait. Caleb has something for you. <laughs> I agree. The same thing about some of the stuff that I enjoy. I, I agree. Just like, you know, I just like it. But people get irate when you bring up the fact that you dislike soccer. It's like you're uncultured. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all sport, all sports are just to put you jackasses to sleep. Baseball. Well, there, that's mine. Everyone's like, how do you watch that? And I go, I really, um, I don't know. I don't. Baseball. <laughs> I just like stats. I like stats. My goodness. Jerry, you watch baseball? No, not anymore. I used to play baseball. And uh, when I stopped playing, I stopped watching it. Uh, soccer have statistics? Yeah. How so much pressure? Assists. Barely. What do you mean? I'm like sure statistics? they have tons. Like other than goals and assists and saves? Yeah, like baseball has got so many stats, and that's right. why I love baseball. I don't even need to watch the game. I'm, I'm done with that. I'm like, how do they do? What are their stats over the course of the year? That's why I like CrossFit stats. I'm sure soccer's full of that. Hey, there's no official stat keeper for um, CrossFit, right? It's just people like Halpin and, well, Chad Schroeder. Ryan and Chad are basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chad is like the master man, right? Chad yeah. is a three-eyed raven of the CrossFit <laughs> games. Yes. A Game of Thrones uh, reference? Yes. Is that? Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. I just love the subscriber because I just like soccer. I knew it. Another, another completely ridiculous. Hockey's the best sport. Perfect rules. Stupid. Right, Jorge. I think it's the hardest sport to broadcast. Soccer? Hockey? No, hockey. Soccer's easy. Hockey's uh, just like soccer, but with attacking each it, other. But it's a hundred times faster. And the fact that you know every person that comes on and every line change or that puck flying everywhere, it's incredible. People, I would every, I would every once a year in the um, comments, I would see when I would do the behind the scenes, someone would say, he's not even a real sports journalist. I'd be like, you're fucking right. I'm not. <laughs> How does he not know blah, blah, blah? Because I'm fucking not a sports journalist. I can give two shit. That allows you to ask good questions, though. Thank you. Thank you. They can be talking to your retarded cousin, being interviewed by your retarded cousin when I interview people. Uh, any, any, after speaking to Scott and Colton, I'm changing my pick. <laughs> I'm all Tetlow. Mertens is fucking, Mertens is fucking sick. He's dehydrated, sick. He didn't sleep last night. He's fucking bathing in 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 uh, pig poop. Yeah, but like Tetlow's a new dad. Like it's the same thing. Oh, right. Good point. 
Great point. He's in the trenches, man. Great point. Um, Tello looks like he's getting about 10 times the vitamin D that Colton gets. <laughs> Was he Tanner? I missed I missed all of Tetla. What did I miss? Tello Why? looks like he lives in the fucking Caribbean. Oh. Colton looks like he just fucking can't, got out of his coffin. I think he lives in the Midwest, too. Put I his think, teeth away. I think Scott lives, like, in Ohio. Yeah, that San Antonio shirt threw me off, though. Ancestral tenants, man. He's got to get the sun. Colton is the definition of grit. Wake up, freeze your dick off, washing pig barns, then goes and shells, sells his soul in a cold, dark garage. How can you not root for this motherfucker? Yeah, I, 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 I'm rooting for him. I'm telling you I'm rooting for him. But I think Tetlow is... I, Tello just has one kid. Colton has five wiener dogs, a girlfriend who's slapping him around. Fucking, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you don't want to be with a high pressure washer and, and poop on walls. <laughs> it, so, it sounds. <laughs> I mean, Caleb very, doesn't have to do cold. that stuff. Caleb doesn't have to do that stuff in his equity experience. It, it would be if like it was your first time doing it, but he doesn't know any different. Like it's not a disadvantage. Okay, so you're saying it's just made him stronger. It's just who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, any, any picks chase? Who's, who's going to, who's going to win this? <sighs> wait, wait, before you go, let's just, let's let, before you go, let's ask Hiller because he knows the workout and then, and we, we get to go last. Who, who's going to win here? Uh, Mr. Hiller. <laughs> Andrew's like only my girlfriend slaps me around, dude. His girlfriend wears the pants. Yeah. There's one shortcoming that Hiller has. His Dude, she's giving me a concussion. I tried to sneak <laughs> up on her and like scare her once, and she just turned on throat punched me, and I had a concussion. <laughs> uh, uh, before this is a great, great question. Andrew, did you test the wad? Yes, I did. Uh, are, do they do you go to a dark place? <laughs> uh, it was interesting. I actually have an entire video I'm going to release after the workout of me testing the workout. It's cool. Okay, tell us how bad is it? Are, are you? Are, do you have to when you're done? Or do you take a knee? Well, I told you Brian tested it, and he said that he felt like he wanted to vomit. Okay. I didn't have that, but it was tough. <laughs> okay. Does it, that make you guys, Chase and Jr. Is there a thruster in this thing? <sighs> no. Damn it. Is that what you think? You think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> I would say based I would say based on those loads, it's either clean, anyhow, squat clean. Yeah, I was gonna say power cleans, maybe. Andrew, are you ever having um uh is anyone listening? Not not too many people. <laughs> do you ever do you ever have sex with Alexis and, and like whisper movie quotes to her or like just yell one out? Like she's like, like like she moans, and you're like, is that what you think? You think? You <laughs> like? I, I was pausing. Or like, or like you come, you pre, you premature ejaculate, and you're like, you idiot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you, seriously, you say movie quotes to her when you're making love to your wife, don't you? I. Oh. You have. No I, one's watching. I may have. I, I don't have like a specific oh. instance that I remember, which is an issue because it means I probably have. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, a one trick pony, dude. <laughs> yeah, <I got> <laughs> got movie quotes stored up there. I watched this uh, interview between Kate Gordon and Com Porter. Has anyone seen that? Someone sent it to me, and they're like, "You got to watch that." Uh, and it's just it's just an hour of them talking about having sex. Wow. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna review it in my next live call and show. There's some cra- there's some crazy shit they say in there. Uh, if you're um, yeah, Taylor, if you have a do you have like a friend who's just as apt in movie quotes where you can have a conversation just using movie quotes? No, I, I got I got buddies of each different genre that can play with all of them, but not as apt where yeah. we can have a full like where, where you use scene like. But like the movie quote doesn't really convey the message as to what's happening in the scene. It's like how British people talk. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, <laughs> I wish that'd be it'd be great. We, uh, you we, start it, texting me more then. It, I will. Why you do you you do you do movies too, Chase? Like yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> we used to do that with Step Brothers. Like there, I used to have all like fifty different quotes memorized from Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's hey, like dude, you say, I can't talk with the, I talk to him on the phone anywhere from one to five times a day and in every conversation he says you know that one movie i'm like no <laughs> yeah you're probably I, at like the, the bottom of the totem pole i'm the th- i director. suck yes you haven't seen fucking anything i'm a no, weapon you like is Troy. Night trivia you are good at it too chase yeah wow it's a problem that and gifts oh no <laughs> sounds like you need a youtube channel <laughs> He has one. Don't be I mean, mean. He has one. Well, I, I mean, like well, I have two technically. But, movie yeah. channel. Um, second one. Give it the programming end. Well, you can't see it. It's on OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> no, that was uh, never mind. It's called See My Cheerio. Um, what? Um, so, so you go. You went to a dark place. Brian almost threw up. Uh, we know what the equipment is. We know it's an AMRAP. Um, any any other questions you guys want to ask him before we? Uh, before we uh, ask him to pick the winner, any other things we want to know? Did Brian test out the lightweights of the ascending ladder that it's going to be? And you do the heavy ones. That's mm. an extremely similar variation of the workout. Okay. Oh, so it's not 275 snatch. Is that what you think? You think? Because Brian's not, <laughs> I don't think Brian does too. As I say, Brian did the first Dude. half of the ladder. Oh, here's a good question. Here's a great question. Would I be able to do the workout? Yes. Wow. Ooh. Now we're getting somewhere. Well, so the 45 pound really plates are listen, so now the 45 pound plates are only to stand on. They're to jump to. Yeah, if you They're start to jump the workout, on. technically you're doing the workout. The rings are actually set to 120 inches and you've got to stack the plates. <laughs> yes. Hey, what if the weights were to do a jump up to? What if they weren't to use? Would be wicked, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then, so then, with I, I don't see them saying may use the plates for assistance. <laughs> and, and you read the descriptions, huh? Jr. JR knows what to do. Yeah, hey, words are important. Yeah, they are. I just said that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so the greatest event of the greatest sport on the planet, loved by billions of peasants worldwide, is minutes away from being decided on penalty kicks. Is that right? Hey. No. 15, two 15 minute halves of overtime and then penalty kicks. Shut your mouth. Oh shit. Caleb's sick too. God, everyone's sick. Dude, it's like I my really favorite part of soccer is penalty kicks. <laughs> I know. If, mine if too. they said, if lie. they said that, if Brian said he felt pukey, I think that it's, I think, I think there's burpees in there somewhere. Mm. Can you tell me why you're caressing your heater? I always because the heater's so fuck. The knobs on the heater are fucking broken, so I can't turn it up high. 
But Are you thinking there's this, a dog down there? Look at your heater. <laughs> this room is freezing. Oh, sorry, I, Trish. I'm so bummed. I'm so sorry. Yeah, everyone's coughing up a lung. That sucks. That sucks. Okay, so uh, Hiller, who's gonna win? I wanted it to be tight mm. to the point where I, I don't want to. I don't want to sway anybody. That's part of the launcher leaderboarding shtick, yeah? Yeah, it's like, all right, we're going to change our bets based off Hiller's pick. <laughs> did, did, let me ask you this. Did it, affect your, did it affect your opinion knowing that Colton was sick? I spoke it, with Tyler, who created the launcher leaderboarding page, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I saw his pick. I saw his pick on the show, on, on, on Barbell Spin Show. He picked uh, Tetlow. Okay. I don't, I don't think I even have a pick. All right. JR, do you have a pick? Yes, yeah, Scott. Uh, Chase. Oh, dang it. I'll go Mertens just for drama. Yeah, so we all agree. We all agree Scott's going to win. We all agree. We all, when you came into the show, did you think Mertens was going to win? I had him picked as yeah. plus four, I think it was my bet. Uh, did who, Coming into the show, did you think Mertens was going to win, um, JR? No, I always kind of was going to go for Scott just because he's competed at my events and because he came and dropped into the gym a few times to train. In oh, so you're not you're just going on pure yeah, pick. yeah, just emotional pure, pure loyalty, pure loyalty. What are you, a dad? Okay, uh, the event will start in an hour and four minutes. Uh, Hiller, can you walk us through what's going to happen? So people, when people log on to Hiller Fit, um, you know they'll all come on two minutes early at nine fifty eight. Then at ten a.m. Uh, will you? Who will be on there? Will it be you and Brian, and you'll give us kind of a run through of the event. Myself, Brian, the athletes. We're gonna introduce, do a little chatter. We plan on within five minutes announcing the workout, having a ten-minute down period where we can allow them to set up and possibly adjust due to what they've found out from us, and then we'll get going at that. Ideally, what would be twelve fifteen my time. Okay, so. Time. Uh, show will go live at 10 in the first five minutes. The announcement will be made of what the workout is. Then the athletes will get a 10 minute warm up. Uh, will you and Brian be on during that 10 minutes? Yes. Any We're special chatter, chattering about, well, I, I guess we could be continuing the conversation that we've had where you guys have done the pre-show we'll, and then it'll be announced. And I, I think I said something when I was in the house about how once it's been announced, we can say where it came from through our back and forth and what our ideals would be. And Oh, like how you made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I hope you weren't going to like borrow from another event and be uncreative. I want Colton to win. Why? Why? Why we reformatted it? <laughs> uh, but Tetlow's going to be okay win. with that. I want Colton to win. Sorry, I'm having a little. I'm having. Uh, Who would you want to see in a second one of these? Inner conflict. If it goes well, and we could have a second one. Who would you want to see? Uh, anyone? You guys. I any any I would like to see anything that's clo- like that's uh, close like this. I fucking love this. Froning versus Fraser. That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. I don't think Fraser's in any shape right now. To I, I think Froning would finish the workout and then throw Fra- Matt out the fucking window right now. I think. I think people like I think someone like Luke and Angelo who are pretty good friends and they were teammates, but now that like Luke's going individual this year for sure. So I think that would be cool. Are you fucking kidding me? Grundler could do a, a rope climb workout with me on his back and, and finish before me. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Winner versus Josh Bridges. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, are you fucking kidding but, me? He's so rickety. He's but, fucking broken. What do you guys? Everyone who watches the show stuck in the '80s. Josh only has one leg now. And the workout will just be Murph, and we'll let everybody know. <laughs> yes. So, so I, you know who I'd rather? I'd like to see like Emma Carey against uh, Olivia Kerstetter. That'd be good. Yeah. Eh. That's what I'd like to see. No. No, no, actually, if it's balanced enough, yes. Right, right. Just yeah. two, just two young, upcoming, just guns. that would be a fun event to program. Is like Scott and Colton are the same athletes, so it's a little bit easier right. to program something tailored for them. But to program right. something that offsets two different skilled athletes, but still make it balanced, would be very interesting to see. I'd like to, I'd like to see Dallin Pepper against Sam Sam Samuel Quant. How about that? Well, that's uh, the question too. Like, do you do you want athletes with similar wheelhouses and do you want to program them for their strengths so they can really just showcase how good they are at that movement against someone else that's as good at those movements or do you want it to be like you know a uh, uh, protagonist antagonist feel where you have people with very similar very dissimilar strengths and weaknesses and try to give them each movements that will balance that out i think that's tougher Hey, what if you, uh, 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 I like the winner versus Noah. What if you just had the winner of this and they just kept getting taller and taller athletes until finally at the end, it's like DeLugos <laughs> or Fikowski. I like the winner stays on. I like the winner stays on format. That's cool. That is not a bad idea. Danny Nichols versus Savano, man. Yeah, that I, I would like to see this too. Uh, uh, Murad versus Hopper. I'd go against Sporty Beth in something as long as it's not heavy. As long as it's not heavy, we could throw some burpees in God, there. God, it'd be good. I'd go up against Hip and Steel. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Which one? That would be awesome. Which Hip and Steel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go up against his daughter and she could avenge him. That would fucking be dope. I would, I would go 2v1. They can tag team a workout <laughs> and I would take them down. Like that Dan Bailey workout from way back when. Three on one. Then yeah, that one. Three girls back to back. Oh yeah, yeah. That I, I would. I would do anything with Gazan too. Oh yeah, Danielle and Gazan. I would do Gazan and uh, and Kerstetter or Gazan and Emma Carey too. I'd like to see <laughs> Rosa any of that. versus Glassman. Oh yeah, yeah. Or how about this? Hip and Steel versus Sporty Beth. That's good too. God, Thank this you. Is good. This is funny. <laughs> I'd, 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 yeah. Uh, Hiller versus Hunter would be good. Oh, Asia Barto versus Sevon. Great. <laughs> grab me Where by my grab me by my legs and use me as like a mace. He'd 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 use Savon like Luke and Yoda on Dagobah. Fuck. Savon he'd use me as a pick to hold, he'd use me as a pick to hold his hair up. <laughs> uh okay guys. Thank you very much for coming on. Chase, thanks for coming on. Joining us, Jar Howell, thank you. Andrew Hiller, thank you. Uh Brian, uh I May the uh, may, uh, may, may your TV set fall on you and squash you as you fucking watch that stupid ass game. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Birchfield versus Sevon. You know, another toss me out of the room again. Yes, I'd go against the Liver King. Um, we will see you guys in fifty eight minutes. Um, to uh, Wad Zombie is putting on an event called Fit Wars. It starts in 58 minutes. You go to the Hiller Fit YouTube station. Before you go there, go to the leaderboard, uh, uh, lawnchairleaderboard.com and register. Uh, and, and, and that helps the athletes out, gets them a little cash in their pocket. Uh, any other way we can get cash in the pockets of the athletes? Can people be 
Will people be donating live anywhere? Is it GoFundMe page? Is there like like you know like every, everyone who's watching just throws in two bucks and says like thank you? Is there a have we disclosed the amount of money that is being given to the athletes? No. Um, it's not small. Hmm. It's not. No, and hundred dollar gift certificate I, on Amazon or more or. Um, I don't know if this is like common knowledge or not, but I know it started off at 300 for the winner and 100 for the loser. And it's gone up since really. And it's because I think Gabe from paper street coffee has jumped on as a sponsor along with vindicate. Very important to say, very important to say, yes. Thank you to vindicate and paper street coffee for uh, getting behind this event. Uh, Thank you. Wad zombie for obviously doing it. Go over to wad zombie and get all your cards and stuff. Uh, Vindicate. Oh, We'll be alive. I didn't know this. We have a code at Vindicate that gets you 15% off. I I didn't even know that existed. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Travis. I didn't either, so that's good to know. I don't know if I have it. I know you do now. And and then, then, by the way, same with Paper Street Coffee. I don't know if he still is giving 15% off, but I think he is. Make sure you go to the right website, punch in my name, Sevon, and you'll get 15% off. Oh, I just bought some. I didn't even use the code. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. You were probably at the wrong website, too. No, I got it from the right guy. Uh, thank you, Chase. Oh, you guys tell cool. me. That, that, that's pretty decent. I mean, I, I can get from what Dude. I've heard, and I can <clears throat> confirm, I think it's 500, 300, winner or loser. Nice. Hey, listen, th- that's fucking amazing. They just fucking go to their own box and do a workout. So, so like, don't quote me on that, but that's what I recall having heard the numbers are, and that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Damien Castro, Sevon, who runs the show? Susan, Caleb, yes. They, they, uh, everyone has uh, different roles, but they're not defined because. 500, 200, Wad Zombie confirmed. All right. Uh, so, lose. Paper Street Coffee, Vindicate. Um, spend your money there to thank them. They, I think they've helped put up the money. Uh, I'm sure Wad Zombie's probably put up some of his own money. Oh, oh there we go. 500, 200. Did you just say that? You could train, train your entire life to go to the CrossFit Games and finish in the bottom 10, and you won't make shit, right? Okay. There's 38th at the CrossFit Games. You lose the Fit Wars, you still make 200. <laughs> wow. Well, and you didn't have to and go you anywhere. You didn't have to go anywhere or train all year. You just had to say yes to a DM from Wad Zombie. <laughs> Johnny says Rich wouldn't do it for 500. That's misinformation. Misinformation. Seven wouldn't do your mom for 500. Damn, <laughs> that's not true either. That's misinformation too. I thought I'd you get a hall pass. Yeah, I'd get a hall know. pass. Give her my number. I agree. Probably wouldn't for five hundred though. Um. Okay. I will. Um. See you guys soon. Uh. Thanks again, Hillary. Good luck, Jr. Whatever. Good luck. <laughs>